1: Hello everybody and welcome to episode 36 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. And you know what? I get lost in uh, your eyes yeah. when I look into Shane Diablo's face. Yeah. What's uh, up, man? Hi! Ahoy! By the way, let me ask you something. Yeah. Today's show is going to be filled with uh, trivia challenges. Okay? Sure. I, um, yeah, okay. I, I'm going to start right now, okay? Oh, uh, alright. Okay. We're, we're, we're right off the bat here. Um, lost in your eyes. Who is that? What? Eighty slash ninety star had a hit single called "Lost in
2: Your Eyes." I was thinking "Lost in Love" uh, by Air Supply. Cause I'm lost in, in. your eyes. Lost
1: Debbie Gibson, eyes. come on! Oh, you Debbie already Gibson. fail. You already fail that one. I know uh, "True Blue." No, no, you remember "Electric, electric blue. Youth. blue." It's "Electric it's Youth." A, uh,
2: Yeah, I suck. Well, you know more about Debbie Gibson than I do. Well, that's something to be proud of for me, man. What's going on? Uh, Not much, man. I just finished this book, Robert R. McCammon. Robert R.
1: McCammon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He did Swan Song. I'm and I am
2: unfamiliar. Awesome book. Okay. It's called Mine. It's pretty damn good.
1: Is it? uh, What What would you classify it as?
2: Suspense thriller. It's kind of more of a baby kidnapping kind of book cool. but it's it wasn't bad dude cool. really I was, I was impressed now i'm getting into some coons oh good you know I'm done with is... penises i'm getting into some coons <laughs> i'm listening to uh cold fire i've read that book i have actually i read it back in like high school or something
1: for you know for a book report or something what like did that. you think uh, well, I don't remember the story. All I remember is there being like a, a Jim some, some kind of a like a, a butterfly alien craft in the bottom of a lake or something like that. I don't Are you remember shitting me. Oh shit. Did I just spoil
2: <laughs> spoil something? All, well it's about this Jim uh, Jim uh, Ironheart. Yeah. And he's out and something is telling him to save these people's lives. Yeah. He gets this lifeline. And then you gotta find these people. Right. Yeah. Are you serious, dude? No. I, it's listen. Butterfly it's, aliens in the Oh I don't, son I, of a, No. I remember loving it though, so do I'm only at the plane crash.
1: I don't listen, like I said, I mean this was I, oh man, this was like Ugh, probably bastard. early '90s, so it's been a long time. Yeah. I don't remember. I hope. Well, I'm pretty sure that that's the book I'm thinking about, but I don't. But it's been. So what long. I will say though is mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the Coonsie, dude. I have read Lightning and I read the Fun House. Remember when we did the Fun House on yeah. the show? I read that book, the Fun House. I tried
2: to get that book. Oh, but, uh, yeah, I read it. Not... I
1: read it on ebook, not audiobook. Ugh. So yeah, I don't know.
2: That's even harder. The well,
1: ebooks. Yeah, well, now, listen, now that you have your nice little brand new tablet, I noticed today, people, Shane, Shane doesn't have his, his regular notepad full of notes for this. He's got his, yeah. uh, he's got I know his I Seven. Yep. Dude, you.
2: I'm moving into the Well, I was going to say, welcome to the 20th century. Yeah. I realize it's the 21st. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Up mine. 22. Seriously. Twenty-second century, two thousand zero zero party over. Sound out of time. Get out of here. Yes, dude.
1: So I finally finished The Exorcist. Listening yes. to it, I'm I am stoked as shit to talk about it. I've actually been uh, I watched Exorcist three too. The movie Exorcist three, which is right. unbelievable, it has Kinderman and it has uh, Father yeah. Dyer in it. Yeah, and uh, and also it has uh, Father Karras in it. What spoiler? What yeah. didn't he die? What? Yeah. What? Okay. Anyway, so I'm stoked. I'm stoked for a Halloween show, which is about a month away. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, to be talking some Exorcist and, and whatnot. But I'm hoping that I'm I'm my I'm going to try that... to get Legion, the, the 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 book sequel to The Exorcist, which is also right. written by uh, P, uh, Blatty. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm I'm going to try to get through that before we
2: talk about. Doesn't that book linger with you? It's amazing. It's still kind of like, oh, you're hearing nuances of their voices and everything. It's like, man, oh, it's I don't so want to be a
1: bother. You yeah. know, this. listen, I haven't taken it off my phone yet. So I don't know. I mean, I don't think, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's
2: something you'll go back to.
1: I I may or I, I may do that. I just, I don't know. It was good. I couldn't put it down. And when I say put it down, I meant figuratively, not literally, since it was an audiobook, but, sure. but whatever. That sure. That's that's great. It's amazing. Um, Actually, the Exorcist audiobook. Yeah. Okay. Um, that, it was between that book and, and something that Johnny Krug said, um, that, that got me the, uh, question of the episode too. Okay. You know, John, uh, it's not the first time that Johnny Krug would be my inspiration. Oh, I know. Cause he's the meaning in my life. Yeah. He he's is. He's my inspiration. He is, uh, he's the, the strutter. meaning in my life. Okay. Yeah. I'll stop singing right now. Even though it was Soterra and everybody, um, like all the girls listening You're right the now. Reason like, like, in my life. it started, it started to get a little bit, uh,
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: Um basically it it uh between The Exorcist and something that Johnny Krug said um, made me think of the question of this episode. So uh looking forward to that. Yeah. But um as far as this episode, we are going to be talking about Mother's Day from 1980, the Charles Kaufman yeah. uh directed, written and directed uh film. And uh we're gonna be listening to Thornography by Cradle of Filth. <laughs> You know what's funny is I have been listening to Cradle of Filth like it's my job this week. Yeah. And I didn't listen to pornography very much because I am very well versed in pornography cuz I think yeah. I'm the only person on the planet that really loves that. You love album. your pornography. Well, and I the thing is is I also have checked out their latest, well, not in fact it's not even their latest album. I think it's like it's like their third the latest album. I think they came out with like a remix thing uh, and then one called Darkly Darkly Venus Aversa, but the one right before that called Godspeed the Devil's Thunder. Oh shit. What is it? Godspeed the Devil's Thunder. Whatever. But it is amazing. And oh. I'm am stoked as shit. Better than Thornography, I have to say. But I'm going to save all that talk for, for the show. Yeah, let's do that. Um, you know what, dude? Oh, uh, what? You know what happened in Las Vegas this week? Uh,
2: Gambling, and, yes, uh, Yeah, like, tough mutter. That, uh, oh, no, yeah, know. yeah,
1: maybe. I mean, the padded room stuff. That, I, I don't know. Right. I, I don't know. But, dude, Eli Roth. Oh, the Goratorium. The, the Goratorium, dude. You know what's perfect? The Goratorium, basically, it's a year-round horror type of haunted house experience thing that just opened up in Las Vegas. Right. Here's what I'm saying, dude. When we go to Days of the Dead in April of 2013, oh, get we're the driving, we're going to stop there and we're going to go through it. Go that. through it? And we may stay one night in, uh, Isn't
2: it a hotel
1: too? I don't know. I don't think it is. I, 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 I guess I don't know. I haven't done like a ton of research on it. I've just gone to their site and dude. whatever, goratorium.com. It's, it looks amazing. It looks awesome. That would be
2: fun as hell. Let's do
1: it. So that's the plan. That's what, that's the plan. A day early, go through the goratorium.
2: Yeah, absolutely, dude. Oh. Let's uh, do it. Plan it. Plan it. So goratorium and mm-hmm.
1: then? Days of the Dead. Days of the Dead in Let's LA. do it. Let's do oh, it. Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, That's awesome. Did. I've been looking at it. It looks amazing, so I cannot wait to go. Um, but other than that, I've got nothing. This has been a good week for me, so I have nothing to bitch about, right? One quick thing. Did okay. you see
2: that little short that it was a GP that put up Mama? No, uh, no. Guillermo Gurgle oh, yeah, yeah, The trailer is the doing trailer? the, the, the full-length movie of it. Oh,
1: was it? Did, okay, so I thought it was a trailer that he posted.
2: No, it was the short. Oh, no. Was, or maybe, maybe it was. Yeah, it, no way. JP put up the, or GP put up the, the like trailer for the movie. Uh-huh. Someone posted the three minute short. Oh, okay. Where that came from? Three minute short. Wow. Creeped me the super shit short. out. I need to dude. check it
1: out then because I missed that part with
2: Gergel Del Toro. <laughs> I can't. Uh, Guillermo. Yeah, Guillermo yeah. Del Toro. Do
1: you know what's awesome about that? With him behind it,
2: that's good. I think that's going to be a creepy looking whatever the hell it is. Guillermo del Toro helped me in
1: my in my in can my I marriage Can I call him Gurgle? Today. You can call him Gurgle Del Toro. You can call him Gurgle. You can call him okay. whatever you want. He helped me in my marriage today become closer to my wife. Oh my God. Yes. Because we, we watched both Hellboy and Hellboy Two together this week. Yeah. Great movies. Yes. Unbelievably awesome. Um yeah he's just so good. So I'm So how that help in the marriage? Well we can just be, she didn't like it before and now oh, no, she no, no, doesn't no, no, like no. it or? it's just it's just like okay. Finding I think I've mentioned this like a ton of times before, but finding something that both me and Ember want to watch on the show or sorry, like a movie or something, like at the same time, and right. one of us isn't compromising.
2: It's like, oh shit, it's your. So day. Hellboy's a happy medium. Yes, Hellboy is the happy medium. That's what I'm saying. Man, the guy's a badass, and he can do that too.
1: He's like he's like a marriage counselor. Not that I need marriage counseling. All I'm no. saying is, is it was nice to spend a couple hours with my wife, enjoying something with her, as opposed to her me enjoying something and her compromising like. or vice
2: versa. Amber, you're gonna think I'm totally wacky when I do this, but uh-huh. I mean, the credits are rolling for an uh-huh. Hellboy, and you're uh-huh. like, "Amber, Hellboy, 2? Am I insane or what? <laughs> no, 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 like, no, 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 do
1: it. <laughs> you, Put it. You know on, what I Michael. did. You know what I did. Put Actually, it on. I walked into the. I walked Stand into my to on, my closet. Michael. Shut the door, walked into my closet, and I, I changed into my Hellboy costume oh. that was only from my waist up. Oh, walked out wearing only that. And that was like, no, like, I'm just teasing sh- that that sh- actually didn't happen. Sh- that would have been awesome sh- though. That would have been really cool, but it didn't mm-hmm. happen. Whatever. Anyway, um, let's see. Here's the thing. We're okay. gonna get into some voicemails. Yeah. But, you know, in in we gotta go take our our our, our break and whatnot. But yeah. Um, the que- let me, let me just mention the question of the episode real yes. quick. Um, the question of the episode was, um, there's some very iconic horror scores and, uh, music and songs. Uh, what's your favorite? What's one that always gets you? Um, you know, something that always oh, just, you listen to it, you instantly Got recognize mine. it, whatever. Got it. I have a little quiz for you, man. Ah. I have a quiz. hi have this And unlike other episodes where we usually say, "Okay, well, let's wait till the end to um, you know to, to answer the question ourselves," I was thinking maybe I answer it first. So just in case anybody else brings uh-huh. up these songs, I can go ahead and, and I have clips from different horror scores. Okay. And I want. Do you want to do that now or after the break? Let's do it now. Let's do it now. I'm I'm juiced up. i you know. Okay. Let's do it. Uh. All right, let me let me bring this up, people. This, yeah, this is I'm excited
2: be about this. i probably get them all wrong, but that's fine. Actually,
1: we're going to go ahead and have to do that after the break because it's not on the right computer. But Okay, that's <laughs> all right. good, too. All right, we'll be right back. We'll do that, and then we'll get into some voicemails. Good. All right, Shane, you ready for this? Yeah, can I ding them out
2: if I get them right sure. at like three seconds in or...
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, they're they're anywhere between 15 seconds or, okay. or whatever. So, yeah, go ahead and just shout it out, All okay? Right. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. I have seven. I have seven. I, you know,
2: I ask you to refrain. Yeah, I'm not asking you to refrain,
1: okay? okay. I have seven of these, but if you, I have a bonus one of eight. Okay. And regardless of what the score is, is if you get eight right, you win. I'm the master.
2: Yes, you win. Who run but town? Exactly.
1: All right. Here's so basically okay. again. I guess we don't need a recap because to all these people, we yeah. you know it's it's right after this. Basically, here's the question of the episode. Here are some of my favorite horror score, you know, uh, or themes to to horror movies that I love. Um, and, but I made
2: this easy. He I, made I, it hard for me. I didn't do. Okay. <laughs> I, I put in Schronko fucking Bergenstein. Yeah, I did, and, and, and I didn't like, do that. these. I don't know these what ones. The I
1: feel like you should you should at least have a chance at getting. Okay, all should right. we? Should we? You didn't make them too stupid though, right? Some of them are that stupid. Okay, okay so here's okay, so here's number that. one.
2: All right, that's Poltergeist. Uh, ding 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 ding. Turn
1: up the radio. Oh. All right, so, sorry, I had to put up my left hand because okay. my I can't raise my right arm above my head because the whole rugby coaching in. Uh, 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 injury but right. uh, there you go poltergeist, poltergeist. you're yeah. one for one man okay all right here's the second one I like this so far so good right yeah
2: this is uh silence of the lambs
3: wrong wrong
1: five seconds left. I know
2: it.
1: I... Oh, can I say martyrs? Nope, that's wrong. That was Candyman. Oh. Candyman. That was okay, so we're one and one. One one. Yeah. You're doing okay. You're okay. doing okay, my man. Okay. This one should be a piece of cake. Okay, okay
2: here it is. Yeah, exorcist.
1: Alright. Alright, that's easy. Okay. By the way, I want everyone to remember that uh, these this are some this of my favorite slides slide in. Right here. Let's let's just listen for a second. Yep. When I'm watching this movie, whenever I hear this part in the baseline starts up, all the hair on the back of my yeah. neck goes Cutting, up. Daughter. Exactly, dude. So there you go, you're two and one. All right. Uh here is number three, and this one should be pretty easy too. Or not. <laughs> Nothing? that was it no No, nothing nothing. hellraiser oh oh that's okay all right man that's hellraiser has a uh i think that was uh philip glass if i'm not i I hope i'm not i hope i'm not not. but yeah that's a that one's a solid whenever that one that's hot
3: That's Whenever that great. one
1: comes up, when I'm watching Hellraiser, oh my gosh, I just get it right in the... I'm pointing to my yeah. clavicle, people. That's how I haven't I get watched it.
2: that in three years. So we I got... Know, we, in
1: so fact, good. I'm thinking, even though we did it on the cadaver lab, I'm thinking maybe we need to... Me and you need to revisit that. Mm-hmm. This yes. is so great. This one, you should get. Okay. I'm not going to give you a hint, but if you don't get this one, I'm going to mock you. Okay. Oh, dear. <laughs> Shane, okay, I'm going to mock you. You want to know uh, why I'm going to okay. mock you? Because right now you're wearing a shirt from the movie oh, oh,
2: Saw. Oh, <laughs> Son of a bitch. He's wearing a Saw shirt. He doesn't even get is that, that one. the a, real theme, though? That is
1: a real one. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. It's not the whole thing. It's just a little snippet from it. Okay. Son of a bitch. What, what, by the way, what's, what's the score? You didn't get. You, you got, yeah, I uh, got two, right? You got Poltergeist and you got Exorcist. That was five. So you're two and three. Yeah, two and All three. All right, here's the next one. Number uh, six. Son
2: of a bitch. Oh, yeah. This is uh, 28 days later, 20 weeks. You're right. That is
1: correct. Yeah. This song is very simple, yeah. but, man, I freaking love it when oh, it shows yeah, up dude. on it,
2: man. It's awesome. And when it's doing the slow-mo, and they're just like, oh, <laughs> fuck, blood spurting, and just fast zombies.
1: You know, this couldn't have turned out better, because right now, you're three and three. Three and three. And here's number seven, and here's the one that you should, okay, here's the tiebreaker, unless you get the bonus. So, But here, here it is. Halloween. That'd be too easy.
3: Boy.
2: That sounds familiar as shit, but it's not. You play a good game, boy. But now you die. Ding, ding into my head.
1: No? Dude. Phantasm, man. Ah,
2: <laughs> we were just talking about we phantasm. Were, we were, and
1: I even give you the boy. Oh my God. <laughs>
2: right. yeah.
1: It doesn't matter. You're, you're, you, if you yeah, get, my guess. I don't think you're going to get this one at all, even no. though, even though there's a chance that you might, but I don't think you're going to get this one. But here, Is the if you get this one? Here's the bonus one. If you get it, you win. Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I know it's one of your shitty seventies movies for sure. You are
1: wrong. Hint: I gave you the DVD.
2: The Ninth Gate. Turn up the, the radio. Ra- there you go, man. Holy shit, dude. There you go, dude. There you go. That is really the, that's yeah. Ten- that's it. Absolutely, man. Now I'm gonna listen to that all the way through the movie. I haven't even watched the movie. yet. I know.
1: I made you the DVD because it's like I have to share that movie. Wow. it's Probably my favorite of all time. But listen, there you go. Um, I do Holy actually. Holy crap! There, that was was that in it. That you, you win. You basically win the whole thing. You deserve close. a sucker, alright? You deserve a it was sucker. Close. Whatever. It was close. I didn't think you were gonna get that one. But uh whatever. I think you guessed. Yeah. I think you guessed because I gave you the DVD of that. Plus I always talk about how big of a boner I have it. You love it. Um also I want to mention uh dude uh Silent Hill. Uh, Cannibal Holocaust has an awesome mm-hmm. little, you know, a little tune that is basically the opening tune for that, which we haven't done yet. Uh, I mentioned Hellraiser, uh, Ninth Gate, The Omen has a great one. The Omen. Yeah. You know, all that yeah. stuff. Uh, Candyman is one of my very favorite of all True time. True that, yes. And then you have anything by Claudio Simonetti or Goblin, Suspiria, Inferno, Deep Red, Dawn of the Dead, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Love it. Demons as well. Uh, Friday the 13th is an awesome one. Halloween is a great one even though um john carpenter his uh his uh um theme for the fog was amazing i still think it's an underrated one yeah i love that Overlooked psycho of course is good nightmare on elm street is awesome Mm -hmm. uh phantasm you know there you go yeah on and on and on jaws Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. absolutely Mm -hmm. and there you go so so there there's the answer to my question (laughs) <laughs> Why don't we do this? Why don't we play some voicemails? Yes, and then you can tell us what uh, your favorite ones are. Yes, okay. Alan called in.
4: Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, anyway, episode <laughs> thirty-four, whatever,
0: is really good.
3: Well, thank uh, you,
1: sir.
0: Frontiers and
3: the end That's thirty-five though.
1: That's,
0: that's kind of weird. Uh, I was dating this chick, and we got to know each other really, really really well while Frontiers was playing in the background. No way! And then two years later, I broke up with her using uh, Last
1: Kiss by The Independents. Oh! So, uh, Isn't that the best story ever? Anyway, on to the question of the episode. Uh, horror soundtracks. I really like Ava Satana from The Omen. Oh yeah, that's there you go. Uh, nice Ava song. Dulce, uh, Just get you in a mood. It's a bone. One. Bye. Sweet. There he is in and out. I can't believe somebody did it to Frontiers, man. Dude, and broke up with let last kill.
2: The last <laughs> dude, yeah, with, that's a perfect. Our, la- show. our last
1: episode was perfect for Alan's life. Yeah. You know? So well, we're be, glad it, we could do that for it you. It began and ended. We did the independence of Frontiers on the same episode, right? Yeah. So, dude, that episode was like the this girl kiss. in your life.
2: Is your last goodbye? He broke up with the girl. He dated the girl, got really, 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 really comfortable with her.
1: <laughs> Good for you. With dude. frontiers, Good. and then broke up. Which with Which still time. blows my mind. I mean, because half that movie like ruins my boner. But yeah. whatever. Um, Brian tow called in.
5: Oh God. Hello, 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 fellas.
1: What's up?
5: How the fuck have you been? Good. Me? Uh, it's debatable. No. Go ahead. Kind of a rough week.
1: Well, hopefully Some it gets better right. when we go see Rob Zombie, Marilyn Manson on Monday.
5: Yeah. Don't really have a whole lot to say this week.
1: Why is this voicemail six minutes to long?
5: Talk about uh, a fucking quiz was <laughs> a son of a bitch.
1: The 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 Eternal Bond I
5: quiz. I Believe I missed the kiss question. Yeah. I feel bad because Mike did too. But <laughs> damn. <laughs> it was a fucking pain in the
1: ass. Easy there.
5: Um. Wow. Well, fuck, you know, I actually wrote some shit down. What? That I wanted to talk about.
1: Let me ask I you something. Do you think Brian's robot testing you as well? He's
5: something testing <laughs> Huh. Anyway, um, last it's episode of the, about uh, the table.
3: movies sure
5: i've never made it through any of those fucking things man i sat down and tried to watch the first one nothing really 15 minutes in i got bored i had to go find something to fucking do <laughs> i got the add real bad so sure it happens. that happens and i've every time i've tried to watch that fucking movie, they're just i don't know it's fucking garbage either that or i'm watching them in the wrong company maybe i need
1: <laughs> maybe you know that's all. That's right. all we help. That always helps.
5: Didn't drink beer and cuddle with it or something. I don't know.
1: No, because I, I haven't been it. over to your house yet.
5: Um. Well, not really much to say. Question of the episode. <laughs> I don't have just say that theme from Halloween.
1: Of course, that's that's probably one of the best.
5: What I'm doing? I can be walking to the fucking grocery store, and I hear that, and I just get like little
6: tingles.
2: Yeah, know. and, and a lot of people say that that's what made kid.
6: that movie. Agree, yeah.
1: totally,
2: yeah. totally agree. Without the score, you know, it was like
1: what? One of those whatever. of classics,
5: you know? When you're fucking grown up, scared of shit, or something. That will do it. Uh, da, that, da, 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 da. Aaron's voicemail. That fucking canuck retard. <laughs> that shit's funny as hell. <laughs> I don't even remember what he was saying. Was fucking call him canuck so retard. Well, he out, is right.
1: Well oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> fucking call in this week.
5: I've met a couple of Canadians. I don't know if they're all retarded, but it seems that way.
1: Chances are
5: something about you know French or something like that. Man, that's a funny motherfucker. <laughs> um, Mike, you were ragging on me and my fucking radio from hell fix every day. Yeah, I don't
1: know what your problem you is. Know, that she'll sucks.
5: They ain't nothing else on the fuck.
1: Well, no, yeah, no, That's why you listen to our show in the morning, that's dude. Sixteen hours a fucking day. That's a good point, though, dude. I hate that but show. I not hate not radio from, radio X96 from hell. X ninety six local station here. Those guys are I'm hacks.
5: about it because they are the only decent morning show here.
1: Bullshit! They're terrible. No.
5: I have to stick oh. by my old Utah County crony Gary.
1: You're terrible now, now, Brian. Guy.
5: We've Get had a lot of similar here. experiences growing up in the little shithole towns that we did. <laughs> um, but honestly, there is a terrestrial radio station here in Salt Lake that plays some decent shit from time to time. What is it? And that's KRCL. Not a is, real radio station.
1: Is that the public? That it's is. the Banner not K-U-E-R, it's like
5: the local play commercial 90 Point. Community.
1: I don't know, I don't I don't even know I'm asking. I haven't listened to the, I r- to the radio football. in 10 years plus, 12 years. I like years. all
5: kinds of music. I don't just dig metal and Punk. It's not me. Um, but, you know, they have a couple <laughs> of DJs on there that play shit I fucking love, and so I listen to it
1: once in a while. See, I don't know anything about that shit. I'm not even going to bother worrying about My, Utah
2: Radio. You are talking about. uh, The only radio station I I listen to is W Balls, W Balls, W Balls.
5: I (laughs) I don't even.
1: That is Harvey
5: Danger. I don't
1: know what you're talking about. Yeah, Harvey Danger. Harvey Danger's Danger's the flagpole city. Yeah. Aaron uh, actually put a. I hate that song. It's terrible.
5: The last time I got out of psych. (laughs) They released me. That's a big deal. Rode the fucking train home. (laughs) (laughs) Walked to my house. Turn on the stereo, there's the very first song that came on, fresh out of the nuthouse. I'm,
2: I'm not sick, but I'm not well. Wait moment. a minute. Well, our friendship just changed. Uh, <laughs> you, got of, you got out of a psych ward? Up at U of U, I assume. Oh, my stuff. God. That's fucking hot. Oh my God, Brian, I didn't know <laughs> this, oh this. Damn, about you. man. That's just, <laughs> this changes things. You know, that's like finding
5: a manatee in your front yard, Dude, This is so fucking cute. What? You know, little flippers.
1: I didn't hear. I didn't hear to, what was leading up to want that.
5: To go up and defile him. Uh, so
1: <laughs> what the shit is I going fucking, on? I don't know, man. I'm still
5: fucking fascinated to that. That's just dead fucking sexy. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs>
5: yeah. Okay. Well, I've
1: stopped.
2: <laughs> You're insane. Dude, he's
1: you. robot dusting in it. You know yeah, he is too. Uh, I wonder if up. he and uh, Jake the Snake hooked up or something. Fuck his- I don't know, and they
2: can do that on Skype now. I don't know.
1: Just dude, the world is tiny now with Skype. Okay.
5: <laughs> yeah. Shit. I'll talk to you guys later.
1: He'll talk to us right now because so he called back you. in. I I went ahead and started that one.
5: Fuck. Uh, hey guys. Um, don't oh. talk again. I figured out. What Seems the like he's fuck a little was more was awake. Trying to figure out, just you know, I don't know. I was lost. So It's like shoving a hooker in the trunk or something. These, or, uh, excuse me, Shane, and the and the quiz was eternal bonds. Yes, I kept expecting, kept expecting it, but I never got it. Which was And this is one I thought Shane would have hit on pretty quickly. <laughs> Lux interior,
2: poison yeah. ivy, and poison the ivy cramps. They were the cramps. Yep, yep. And, okay. Uh, no,
1: yeah. he didn't do that though. We didn't go there. there.
2: That's to the good. better end with Lux. Yeah, and that's
1: that's so fucking, many eternal bonds. Though strong, they were to get, they were a couple since right the seventies,
2: which is hot as shit. shit. He's just an eternal um, bond th- to couple. death,
1: except for that's he did already. Couple, yeah, he did. Fucking awesome.
5: <laughs> and yet he didn't get it in there. Anyway, I did. <laughs> Love you, motherfuckers.
1: Ah, uh, dude, Monday'll be a later. good time, dude. Yep, Monday.
5: I get a hold of you this weekend. Yep, we need to work some shit out.
1: Yeah. Oh, ooh. Ooh, yeah. Uh-huh. All right, dude. Uh, let's see. We got to Irma Gersh from Billings, Montana. James,
5: Mike, and Shane, what's up? It's what's Irma up? Gersh from the Facebook group. What's
1: up, dude? James. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple <laughs> things
5: I'd like to touch on before he cool. he I cool. get into the question of the episode. Okay. Shane, I hope you're holding up really good. My oldest daughter has a Facebook page, and she was trolling around on it the other day. Uh, and come across what had happened to Lugosi, and she sends her deepest condolences to you, oh as well my, my young daughter, yeah, when you. she came out and told her what was going on. um, A few episodes back, you guys were listening to Ghost, which, pff, fuck, who doesn't like Ghost? Mm-hmm. That's the only group I think that I have ever bought the whole CD on iTunes, and then went to the store and bought the regular CD. Wow, okay, well. all right. Yeah, they fucking kick ass. Yeah, indeed. Um, Question of the episode, the horror theme, the sound, soundtrack. I've got a few here, actually, and I wrote them down because last time I tried to do this, I sounded like a full blown fucking potato and didn't get anything right. <laughs> so we're going to try this the normal way.
1: All right, let's do it.
5: First one I'm going to have to go with is Trick or Treat from 86. Oh, yeah. Fast Way's on it. Fast Way, baby. They're like Ghost. Who doesn't like Fast Way? Yeah. Only tools don't, don't like Fast Way is if you're really into them, put them on your iPod. And then right after that, load on some Flogging Molly. There's a, there's a connection there that you yeah. may or may not know about. If and not, I did not look it know. Up on Wikipedia, really? Or I could just, but I'll tell you, but that'd be a spoiler and I don't want to do that. What is it?
2: I'm not going to spoil next one it. You don't want to spoil it.
5: Shocker, I know.
1: Spo- pause. Fo- spoil it? What? There's a, there's a uh, Flogging Molly spoiler? The singer.
2: Yes. For Fastway? Fastway. Yeah? The voice uh-huh. of Sammy Kerr is uh-huh. the singer for Flogging Molly. How about that? I did not know that. I did but not we, know that sorry either. Sorry, we ruined that for you, James. We but spoiled it. We it.
1: spoiled it. it. Shocker!
5: That's kind of ironic. I'll get into that in a minute too. Who made who? <laughs> who isn't an ACDC dc fan? I oh, mean, yeah, dude, dude, that was a great I was up on this and Absolutely. It turns out that ACDC is Stephen King's favorite band. Oh I don't wow! Know if okay, are yeah. now, but. And during when he was directing Maximal Overdrive, he was actually loaded up on Coke the whole time. <laughs> Maybe he should go back to doing that to do his movies. That's just my opinion. <laughs> Last one I'm gonna go into is the shop. I'm Shocker gonna draft that. Cool. Now all of it is kinda lame and too poppy for my taste, but Demon Bell The Ballard of Horse Pinker by Dangerous Toys. Oh, it's dude. fucking bitching. I, mean, when I love it, it Dangerous
2: Tony. I know.
1: You're your eyes
5: light Yeah. Throughout the TVs and
2: Spall all
1: in that wood,
5: electrifying hey. scientific bullshit, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever. We love it. It's still a badass song and it fits in so well Sure, with the, the soundtrack besides the fact that the rest of the crap is just poppy nonsense, almost like Metallica's Black Album when they sold... Oh, I'm not even going to go there on that one. Don't say sold out. Anyway, yeah. Hang in there, Shane. Mike, you guys are doing a fucking kick-ass job still. Well, thank you, sir. Keep up the good work. We'll talk to you later.
2: Awesome, Irma Gersh. James is right on the money, dude. Everything you know, he says is right on the money.
1: Montana represent. You know, listen, if you're the only dude that I knew from Montana, I would think Montana's pretty awesome. Hell, yeah. Too bad that I know other people from Montana. Oh,
7: you do? Yeah, indeed.
1: All right, uh, Gracie's Poppy uh, called in. Oh, gee, B,
7: hey, guys, GP here. Um, sounds like we all traveled a pretty rough road the past couple of weeks. Hell yeah, GPS. Can you not know, feel too. you, buddy? Nope. Um, but hopefully that's all over that done with now. We can go back to having fun and enjoying had a ourselves. great week this week. this' good. Yeah. Week. So, question of the episode: What is your favorite horror theme, horror soundtrack? One that gets to you? Yeah, they, 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 we're gonna be discussing my uh, my horror, my Halloween rotation here. <laughs> um, top of the list is. Without a doubt, it is a soundtrack to Halloween. It's my course. favorite movie, hard movie of, of all time. Unbelievably and great. Every time I, you hear that little piano piece, it just g- gives me the chills. In my opinion,
1: that's probably one um, really of the very best of next all time. On the list <AREmillon> is a uh, soundtrack. To
7: of What's
2: that?
1: I apologize. Dare it I it.
7: say cheated
2: so yep. many times by other people. You know? oh, just oh, oh, oh. You mean copied. Sure. It's like, <laughs> you know. Sure. Well, you know,
1: listen. I figure that copying them is is the uh, is the greatest form of flattery. John Carpenter did a great job on that. Indeed, amen. The homage.
7: The, the original one. Um, I used to have it, but my uh, my computer took a massive dump, dump a couple of years ago. This so happened. I, I didn't back it up or anything, and no, shit. I never actually had the money to go get go get it again. But Spotify, they do have the entire. Not just the soundtrack, but the entire movie on uh, on Spotify, uh, and it's listed under. Actually, it's listed under two things. One is the the artist is George Romero, and it goes by chapters. And the other one, the one that I'm that I'm, that I'm using is the the artist is Night of the Living Dead itself, and it has the whole movie straight out, ninety two minutes. And also at the end of it has uh, Party Time by Forty Five Grave. Oh, so that's, wow. I love that tune, dude. Um, next up we have it? the Crow. Okay, oh, yeah, right. Uh, the the score by uh, Graham Revell, sure, which is really outstanding, and I, it, it includes the piece where uh, where Eric is up on top of the roof and he's wailing on his, his guitar. It is so fucking cool. Um, and of course, I have the, the soundtrack, you know, with uh, the Cure and and all that, and, and it's classic right there. Um, I also have the soundtrack to uh, Crow Two City of Angels. Oh, okay, cool. It's a good movie, stuff too. Movie it, wasn't it, awesome. It is, it's half crap. I mean, at least compared to the uh, the original one, it, it's an okay it's okay movie, but it's not Death nowhere Jones near as great as the the, the original oh, really? one on Crow Two. But the soundtrack I know, I know is like, cool. playing. Yeah, you have the I know. Rob, actually White Zombie on it. Um, Hole doing uh, uh, the only Hole song that I like. And there's a song there, and I, uh, Can I pause it real quick by yeah. Linda Perry for Non Blondes. Cool. Linda Perry and Grace.
1: By the way, I um I actually added the crow to our uh our list of movies today. Nice. It's like in the eighties, so yeah. we got plenty of time. But I'm just saying, how could we forget that movie? I also added. You were going to say whole. Your only whole song. What was that? Uh well the the whole song that was on. The,
2: I didn't really care for. Dead I mean, I, mean I, I liked.
1: Go on, take everything, take everything. I like I the dog to I, I am. am. Yeah, sure.
2: All
7: I wasn't right. I wasn't a huge uh whole fan to, that be, to be honest with you. Slick called <laughs> Knock Me Out. That is a fucking outstanding song. I actually uh uh went on YouTube, I pulled a video and I put it on the uh on the Facebook page. It it is I mean, Linda Perry, you know, say what you will about Fortnite Bonds on that. Linda Perry has a great voice. So does Grace Slick. great I mean, way back then. I'm talking like early. You know, not before she got too drugged out and fucked up in the face looking, but she was hot, <laughs> and she has a great voice, and the two of them together, oh man, it is just kick ass. So check that out. You get you, the the uh, soundtrack to to City Rangels isn't on Spotify, but you can get that song. Look under Linda Perry. Look up for Knock Me Out, and it is that song kicks it. Or, or look at the video on on the Facebook page. Yeah, he That's added cool. it. Um as far as soundtracks uh, go, that's that's what I got. And that's in my my constant Halloween rotation, along with King Diamond. Oh, I uh, love... Oh, dude. I've been doing a lot of King Diamond, man. Um, Independence. Um, I'm still on the fence. I mean, I I like... I love White Feathers. That is a kick-ass song. Uh, Hideaway, I love. Oh, yeah. Um, What's the other one? There's uh, Lullaby. um, I'm okay... The song's okay. There's a guitar solo in there that kicks ass, though. So I'm getting, um, you know, the sky's good. All right, I'm I'm cool, sky. I can dig it. I'm getting a little bit of first Jason off of it, though. Oh really? Whoa, oh, oh, really. Oh, really? Um, so wow, I'm, okay. And I'm still a little bit in a little bit of a dark mood, and this is not dark mood music.
3: No, that's stretch. true.
7: Um, but it is still good. I, I'm like I said, there's some really good songs on it. There's some songs that are okay, but I've got to get, I guess, a little bit happier to, you know, cuz is, like, you know, happy music. It is it um, is it's truly. But it's cool. And I'm, not, I'm I'm kind of digging it. I'll give it more listens to. Good ska, good ska, I um, would say. And that's, dude, I mighty that's, that's mighty I boss now, tones. You know? Agreed. So, and they're happy. That's it for now and I will talk to y'all later. Bye.
1: Sweet dude. No, that's all good stuff, man. Yeah. You You know and else is good stuff. What?
7: The Bobcats
1: being up 14 to zip right oh, now? Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll move on. Uh, Jamie from
2: Devour called in. Oh, she's flicking to me.
8: Hi, guys. It's Jamie. It's Hello, been a while. Jamie. I didn't call in last bob. week. And that was a really good question, so I don't want to miss out on it. I do, and especially after listening <laughs> to the show. Mike, I couldn't even, I had to pause you. I didn't even get to finish listening to the show. I what? got through the question part, and <laughs> I had to leave my voicemail right now because I was going to forget what I was talking about, and that is that you said Rawhead Rex, and I think I, I do love a it. little. I do. <laughs> exactly the movie yes! i going to talk about. I love it. I love its brutality. I love its... 80s goodness. Yes, I, um, I love that, too. You just made me a very, very happy woman by saying Ooh, that. Good. Also, Wolfman, Fear the Dark. Yes. Yeah. Thank Fear you. Oh, dark. my God. I'm so happy to see that movie getting some love because it touches on all the things that are important to us as far as keeping us safe from the creatures of the dark as children, uh, the the rules that we live by that protect us from those things that live in the shadows. Absolutely the uh, the fact that you can stay under your covers and you'll be safe or as long as you Great don't have a body part hanging over the side of the bed night. that can't get you you can flip the white light switch and run and dive into the bed and uh, you'll be okay <laughs> and those are things we tell ourselves as children and you, those of you out there, you know who I'm you know who you are and you know I'm talking to you I was, I'm one of you and this movie taps into that it does have it's cheesy moments but we, <laughs> I like what it's trying to do, and I definitely recommend it to awesome. anyone who grew up kind of wondering what was living in the shadows, or maybe you knew, and no one believed you. <laughs> um, next, I just, you know, Aaron, I don't know if I've said this out loud or not before, but your, that your voice reminds me of John Goodman, <laughs> that's a good thing. Um, He's way hotter than John Goodman. I just want to say Goodman. I love you. You consistently yeah, his mother looks me like uh, I, Ernie
2: from L.A. I just... <laughs>
8: Your sense of humor is beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh, I love I'm it. He ain't calling. am a little bummed. Uh, revel in it, baby. Um, <laughs> um, oh, and yeah, to Brian Towtruck. I he's, he's probably heard pissed your off, message. Yeah, up. Thank you for yeah, that yeah, imagery. The <laughs> <good> driving. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's really awesome. That's a compliment. And you know what can I say? That is a really that's a really high compliment. Thank you. Um, and uh, hey you guys remember that the last time that I was on your show, <laughs> the email about the pepper that I got. Okay, well I got a new
3: one this oh, morning yikes. and I thought yeah, it would be fun to share it with you. Um basically
8: <laughs> I can't wait.
3: <laughs> Mary
8: Hart's voice may have <laughs> may have triggered seizures. Okay. But your voice induces projectile vomiting.
2: Whoa! What? From my cock. Oh, from the <laughs> cock. So I would have said. So that um, makes more sense. <laughs> There's that one. Well, um, is, I don't it's know. All all love. And, I love. Yeah, okay, I think and it's on to the love. question
8: of this episode: uh, soundtracks. Uh, really important ones for me are Rosemary's Baby. That's, Vomiting from the Cock. Oh, I yeah. like doing that. It touches me right there in the heart. And another one is Happy Birthday to Me. Uh, oh, the okay. ending song for that film is one of my all time favorite horror songs uh, from a movie. And that that song sort of plays throughout in the score. Uh, I think it's brilliant. Cool. I do. And awesome. I love the sound of it. it gives me the tingle. I every love time. that movie, though.
2: I've got the ultimate. And
8: uh Oh dear. Well we're yeah. waiting for yours. Oh, well, those are the two that I thought of right now. Oh yeah, one more guilty pleasure, alligator. Oh dear. <laughs> gotta watch that at least once a year. <laughs> and um I guess that's it till next time. Oh, I'll talk to you guys this weekend. Uh we're gonna watch Severance, right? Next yes. weekend. So yep. uh, that'll mm-hmm. be fun. It will hanging out next time. And, um, we partake of each I'm other. sure we'll have a really good time. <laughs> oh, that sounds hot, as shit. By the way, Brian <laughs> That was
2: on purpose. Oh, I'll talk man. To you. Later. Like Love some, you. Bye. We're like a dating service all of a sudden. We are indeed, dude. I'll tell you, I'll dude, tell you what. Your voice match is, oh, I'll raise you one, too. Because I'm going to call in and say, my boner is so hard. We should right get paid now. for this shit. I know. I mean,
1: you know, we're, we're we're making left connections left and right, man. Awesome. What the hell? Dude? I don't know. That's awesome. Whatever. I am happy about it. Johnny Krug called in.
9: The Krug. Shane, Johnny Krug here. Man, I know it's been a while since I've called into the bone phone. I had oh, episodes behind yep. on the Corpse Cast, man. Man, for a while there, I was listening every week. And you got the Brody. after the surgery, man, I just got fucking far behind. Oh, surgery
1: sucks. But anyway, I was
9: calling to answer the question of the episode. <laughs> and as far as horror scores go, horror themes, I you know, everybody loves like Nightmare on Elm Street. I bet he's going to say and Night Halloween, of the Demons. Friday the 13th and Psycho and stuff like that. But two horror movie soundtracks kind of did different things for me when I was a kid. And the first one, the soundtrack that actually kind of creeped me out, was The Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. And it's funny because that movie's not really serious at all. Right. But I think every little bit of seriousness that it does have comes from the soundtrack because it's so like ominous and evil sounding and just <laughs> I don't know when even to this day when I hear that soundtrack it's just, it just it leaves me a little bit unnerved I can't hear it in that my head either I don't know I, it's funny because it, I bet it you he plays some night
1: of night of the, movie, of the, the demons this, the other
9: soundtrack that I really really love and I, I haven't listened to it but when I heard that's it the kid, image I just, on this I 3 the music was really cool to me and I, I love all the synthesizers and everything going on Because I really, really dig the Night of the Demons soundtrack. Uh I think uh, the director, Kevin Tenney's brother, who did the soundtrack, I think he did an awesome job. He did. And he's done a lot of work since, and a lot of it's been more, you know, like with uh, orchestras and things like that. But I think this, you know, it was pretty minimalist, and I think it sounded pretty badass, and it fit really well with Night of the Demons. Plus lipstick If you guys can't remember what that sounded like, here's a little sample of it. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Put on your leg warmers for that.
1: <laughs> Good stuff, dude. Kevin Tinney's brother
9: did That's this? pretty much all I got cool. for this voicemail. I'm really glad to be finally caught up, man. Being five episodes behind sucked ass. Well, surgery sucks. Now I can finally answer the question of the episode as it's, you know, current. (laughs) Yeah, surgery sucks ass. We understand. As far as Cradle of Filth's uh, Thornography album goes, I I talked about it a little bit on the the group, but um, I didn't hate it. But at the same time, I didn't really like it either. There were a few songs I liked, like... The one song that I liked the most on the album was the I Feebus, can't remember the name of it Feebus but of the, the track that Villa from him. Oh, sings that's uh like halfway the Byronic through. And uh, I thought that was really Is cool it because, it because I thought him and uh, I felt Biro- thought they sounded really Bironic. awesome together. It's whatever. That's pretty man. much all I got, man. Keep up the awesome work, guys. Peace.
1: Johnny, thank you so much the for Cougars. that,
9: man. I <laughs> got that big old nose. Yeah. Uh, Adrian Brody he got
1: yeah. that,
2: and he was just like, I'm out of here, dude.
1: Dude. I'll see know, you later, he's ladies. He's been through a lot of shit. I'm happy he's caught up. He's feeling better. That makes my life much better, knowing yeah. that he is okay. Fight you know? for the right to party. Dude, uh, Lauren called in.
10: Hi, Mike and Shane. It's Lauren. Lauren. Um, you know, I want to send out a big thank you to you guys for putting out a show last week. Um, given what happened to oh, yeah. um, Shane's guy. And um, it was really brave to just like get on there and um, I agree. Talk about where you're at and just, you know, show up for life. And um, so I really appreciate it. And well, I got to say, I can hear um, that in
2: her voice too, but that's nice.
10: Shane's a real so- man. Like, that's a real man. And um, she part of what man. I like about the douchebag podcasting network and the broader family is of, of podcasts is that, like, you guys are good people. And, um, well, thanks. so yeah, I really appreciate you putting that out there and really wanted to thank you for doing the show. Um, oh, that makes me feel good. And, uh, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> Frontiers. Um, I would have to agree with Mike that the, the French pretty much owned that, that era. Yeah. What's up with him? Um, I'd have to say I did enjoy the throwback to the sort of grittier, um, American movement um, from around, like, the Vietnam era into right. the golden age of the slashers. Right. Just that, like... Just, a, like, a tinge of a political message thrown in there. Um, but not overbearing. But not uh, overwhelming. Oh, okay. So it was All kind right. of a nice balance of... Um, I mean, it was pretty much contemporary with those riots in Paris from, I don't know if it was the Algerian community or just the people who generally um, were of... Um, middle eastern descent who were just rioting because they didn't feel you know they felt ghettoized in in paris um so just even three minutes of that was pretty i think that's pretty heavy for a horror movie Mm -hmm. um and uh especially i mean it was really hitting close to home um for people because it was you know riots right in the city and um yeah and then just the rest of it I just I have fun when with like when movies (sighs) reference each other and I really I really did enjoy the way that um movie referenced a lot of American ones it's been a couple years since I've seen it um but I remember it doing like a lot of referencing of Texas Chainsaw Massacre I kind of forget what else and I really didn't mind it that it was um what it was referencing. Um, I've heard people complain about like Aja being too derivative. I mean, this film wasn't directed by right. Aja, but um, but I actually enjoyed the, <laughs> the the nods that the French horror was was giving to right. um, to like the earlier American like seventies eighties, which is the like, seemed like movement a lot that went along with like civil right rights in. era and and Vietnam War, um, especially from like whatever romero claims that um night of the living dead wasn't politically or it wasn't intentionally political but i so he just made the latter one political he got that he he talks about um, how he got
2: that idea from legion let's
10: see or you know like last house on the left like sort of indicting the nuclear family or or whatever um I am hills really have cheap. eyes like the ultimately Johnny's like, idea for <sighs> 50s type of dad road trip like that that's what killed me the most <laughs> about that movie I was like oh my god it's like a road trip with dad <laughs> anyway I'm gone way off topic uh let's see horror score I think I'm gonna give a different answer than do, 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 do. than what I answered on um do, 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 do. Our, uh Johnny show a couple months ago okay, okay. Cool. I'm gonna go this time with do, do. <laughs> inferno which was i think Keith sure oh dude, yeah. score for argento's movie just because i've been playing that a lot at a lot at work <laughs> um, so now i've been doing i'm still on that foreign language project and uh i can't listen to podcasts at work it's kind of too confusing so i've been listening to a lot of scores mm-hmm. um for motivation and um I guess I didn't really notice the score so much. I didn't appreciate how much it elevated Inferno um, until I'd been listening to it. That's a
3: movie I love, too,
10: and I totally agree um, with you. Keith Emerson and other artists, you know, just the Inferno soundtrack for cool follow-up to the Three Mothers trilogy. I wonder why you went um, with Keith
1: Emerson instead of... uh Um, what else yeah i'd have to agree with it's
10: cool that like it seems like a lot of people um i don't even know if halloween three counts as like a derided horror movie anymore oh yeah it's really starting to be appreciated yeah it is it's weird episode 34 and um i really i really love jennifer's body um she jennifer's body i feel like me and my buddy my main gay todd or the only people who are really into it, but it's cool that Shane enjoys it and um, <laughs> and and like covered it on... Um,
1: Rotten rantings.
10: Like, Katie's show. Um, and uh, I'm going to check out... Um, love you guys a lot. Stay strong. Well, thank and, you very much. Um, live free. I'm uh, looking forward to episode 36. To and plus, she she has been... I, I have to thank her. Live
2: to fly is high. You
1: know you deserve the tribute that Shane's giving you right now because you've done yeah. Lauren has done all it takes to kind of deal with oh so and so is in for the for the big uh sky, hard. sky party next weekend and you know and all that stuff. And I understand people. I mean I understand why they are they're in and out and stuff like that. I get it. Yeah. But I mean you know, she's she's taking it like a champ, you know?
2: She's working hard. I'm she's she's
1: she worked hard for her money. Yeah, you know Donna what? Summers exactly. Uh, 1984. <laughs> Levi called in.
4: Levi, hey Mike and Shane, it's Levi. You're uh, uh, a great show, guys. <laughs> yes. I, uh, I seriously love listening <laughs> to you two every week. Well, thank you, especially when Jake calls in. <laughs>
3: you
4: know, uh, <laughs> if you do meet him, he's probably a little dude like me, so be careful with him. Don't snap him in half. You know, Mike. A pity guy has just exactly how tall are you, man? <laughs> <laughs> because if I ever get the uh,
3: Eight, honored eight, to meet you two four.
4: you know if uh shane does that <laughs> die monster die show here at Flagstaff oh it's gonna be awesome exactly i'm facing four walk in but, uh <laughs> andre the giant of podcasting that's yes a little terrifying
1: i will take that the andre so anyway, giant of podcasting i was calling
4: about uh yeah, yeah horror films. You know, those guys <laughs> have owned it and uh i uh, I want to say throw in uh, throw in uh, the Hills Have Eyes remake since the director of High Tension made that, dude. I, I do totally like that. I love that guy. I, I know you like weren't them. high on Piranha 3D, but Andre Aja. in that last scene, man, that guy just loves his blood and guts. And,
2: and no I one's touching on mine. That, you know? <laughs> but, Nobody's uh, touching mine. Oh, let's see. <laughs> but, but it will the creep them the shit out. out. I can't wait.
4: Horror soundtracks. My favorite of all time is Halloween 2. Um, I love the original soundtrack for Halloween, but part two, um, just adding more of the, uh, synthy type sounds, not the computer sounds like from the soundtrack of part three, but I don't know, something that Alan Howard did with John Carpenter on that second one, man, it just, nice. God, it just feels good to listen to it, like. If I listen to it on my iPod, sometimes I just start pretending that I'm creeping around, to people.
1: <laughs> Creepy. Still good.
4: But, uh, <laughs> as far as the soundtrack kind of scares me, as much as I love it, uh, Suspiria freaks me out a little bit. Yeah, Claudio
1: Simonetti. Man. La, la, la,
3: la, la, yeah. la.
11: I love
1: that one.
4: La,
11: la, la, la,
4: la, la, la. Witch! I my skin so bad. You know, like uh, we did a little oh, duet man. there, Levi. Yeah, just even now, just thinking about it, just
2: kind of gives me shivers up the back of my neck. But, um.
1: Can I pause it real quick?
2: Yeah, I got to pause it. You you were right on the money with that.
1: I I, well, I was I was God, waiting God. for it. I was.
2: It's because you have the beat.
1: I I do. You I know, I'm, I'm, know, I'm very rhythmically old inclined. Do
2: that when you know, yes. they're like oh. I was doing that in my head the though. Beat.
1: I was doing that in my head. You've been, on the,
2: stool, that, You've been on the stool, dude. You've been on the stool. You know what it is. And it's harder with the, when the whole band takes a break. <laughs> yeah. And it's just you. Yes. You got to tap the foot to get through Glycerine. Dude, you That's know what? My 8th grade band teacher, when I was when I was playing the uh, when I was playing the what is it? The
1: clarinet in 8th grade band, ninth yeah. grade band. You got to whoa, he taught us two, to to four, to tap two, the foot. He taught us two, to tap the man, foot. Three, four, I've always been a foot tapper yeah. because of that So he, you're on the stool. Absolutely. Glycerine, Foot tapping, must be a lady comes up and says, "I'm sinking in." Yeah, must be for real. You so took now her. I can you took her to the band. All pan. right, <laughs> <laughs> took dude. her dude. to the night, dude. Okay, so I'm not taking you to the night. Lady. I'm, I'm gonna talk I'm, some I'm, Die see, Monster you. Die, yeah. for oh, a minute, okay? Oh, yeah. Now listen, dude. Okay, I know that you guys are, are you know, you're, you're in the in the process of, of, of you know, writing music and stuff yeah, sure. like that. Okay. And we're not gonna get a new uh, Die Monster Die show. You know, we're not going to be able to go see that for a long time. True. Until you guys are booked for the spring down in Flagstaff,
2: is it? Or whatever is it? We don't know about that yet. Oh, really? we got to get the details. We need the deets. Sure you that. do. I, listen we need a little cash to get down there. Can I... Can we I, need to make sure there's a contract. We need a little bit of cash. Sure. We're not asking I, for the balloon. Can I... Uh... <laughs> But, but we need a little cat. I need to. There, there, there's a great
1: philosopher in the 20th century named Kip Winger. Oh. Okay. He had a song uh, er, geez, called I'm, I'm Hungry. I'm Hungry. I'm Hungry. Hungry for I'm hungry. 17-year-old. Ex- well, that's a different song. But I'm yeah. Hungry for another DMD show, man. I know. And listen, I don't know when the next one's going to be, but if the next one is there... I am coming with you and, and, uh, well, yes. or, or if
2: I can't come with you, I'm going to follow you in my minivan. That's hot as shit. I'll go with you. Mm. I'll follow in the minivan with you. I just, I just got an erection. It's going to be way more comfortable. Oh yeah. The minivan's just pretty the two comfortable. of us. And then it's like, boom. Oh, no, no. The minivan's I, pretty comfortable. You know what? You know what's
1: funny is I get a lot of shit for driving the minivan because I got the kids and stuff. Yeah. And I take them to the swimming lessons and the drama lessons and whatnot, but it's comfortable as shit, okay? Who doesn't
2: like the minivan? Like, I don't know. I'm uh, not bitching at it. I,
1: I know you're not, but you're a real man. You don't need a giant truck to right. drive, okay? Yeah. All right. I, I just hope that I can't wait to go down to Arizona and see you guys play if it happens. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back to LeVay.
4: The bank. But uh, yeah. Thanks for reviewing the innkeepers, guys. That uh, I, you know, the first time I saw me it, I didn't think much of it. I kind of, I, kind of, it did put me to sleep. But then again, it's I slower. watched it in the daytime, and I think uh I need to give it a fair shake. I need to try it again. I love House of the Devil. You know, I didn't I'm totally even care for that. One. Yeah. Opposite in there, thinking that movie was slow, Mike. I, I love that movie, but. Okay, Dude, if you're see, digging sure. In and it's a slow burn, man, i got to check it out. Check out, out Inkeepers. Inkeepers is off. awesome. I acting. I Johnny gave it a bone saw. The dialogue off. and everything was great. But, really? Yeah, uh, I yeah, stopped it, because, it really, because
2: I haven't seen Inkeepers. Johnny yeah, so gave it a bone saw. Stuff. Everything yeah, until gonna, you went, okay, guys, wife, we're getting uh, into uh, it.
4: Johnny uh, gave it a bone saw. Yeah, what else?
1: I gave it a high five.
4: The sexy time question for horror movies. I was thinking, like, you know, a real sexy one was, you know, everyone's saying, Friday of 13th, part nine, I agree. <laughs> that girl is
1: hot. She is hot as shit.
4: That unrated version, she was having the most mind-blowing, soul-tearing orgasm. <laughs> it, I, it was amazing that that was fake. Uh, yeah, you know, it seems real genuine. Oh. And, and right at her peak, dude, just that. The
3: bobcats are
4: her body. I, way ahead. Oh, I feel like I was being punished, man, for oh,
2: Mike's tearing <laughs> up. Besides
4: of fact that I just don't want to think Bob about it. Guy. I was like,
2: ah,
3: this
4: movie hates my guts. And, you know, that I just uh, it felt like kind of a mind rape. That was crazy. Uh, stimulating, and then, uh, yeah. Dude, that's the only I always get mixed texture. up with the, the nine. Friday the 13th, uh, part nine, part eight,
2: part two, part two, part two. Nine season goes to hell. You know, it the is the like a milkshake me to me. To all of the them. It's like they're all hot girls in there. There's a lot of hot girls. Except for the one eating Twinkie or banana. I'd still do her. I'd still do her. I watched that in front of my wife.
1: Dude, by the way, you brought up something funny, dude. You brought up a... Don't say
2: that, though. Spooky Bill. Banana. Spooky Bill made of
1: video about about I can't even remember know, what you, number she was yeah. in, dude. Where the one that's eating the hitchhiker that's making yeah. that's eating a banana. Sam I mean, said that's horse shit. Yeah, he yeah. he may or may not have been right, but I think that I think that the banana And was you still, but you said you'd do her. I'm you're just like, teasing. I'd still do her. I'm just teasing. Now you're,
2: you're calling that back. I'm just teasing. Uh, a, well, you, you, you got to realize something. You just read the score of the Bobcats. You're you, like, yeah, I'll fucking do her. Right now,
1: we're up 21 to zip. I would do anything right now. Oh, okay? shit. Seriously. Dude, this Seriously. Is horn, dog. And right now, I'm doing the, 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 the hand motion. He's <laughs> like, dude, yes. he's like, oh, It's yes. like he's rowing a boat. <laughs> rowing the boat with two hands yeah. with an erect penis. Okay. Oh, man. Listen, I'm just teasing about that, but listen, don't cut Levi off. Uh, I don't mean to. I I don't mean to. But all I'm saying is he's got a great point there, and so do you.
4: Uh, One time, and she just looked at that like, what in the hell is happening right now? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: That
4: little stubby guy up on his arms, his blobby body (laughs) rocking back and forth on top of Dwayne's naked girlfriends. No wonder they took each other out of that, well, like, Six story window or something But anyway uh, uh, Freaking love the show guys Thanks man I'll talk to you later.
1: I love you Levi you, you know how much I love Levi So much that he called back in again I don't know really how that works But here we go It's hot
4: Oh hey guys Levi again I, I apologize uh,
6: You should I wanted to just throw talk. out
4: A favorite bad movie That um Get a lot of crap for liking
3: Last week's uh, question,
4: especially from the politically correct community, but it had to be Humanoids from the Deep. Uh, <laughs> I movie, love that movie. Rapey.
1: And, uh, it is a lot. It's yeah, pretty it's rapey. Mean, going to it's on, on the on instant stream on Netflix. Yeah, is it Humanoids from the Deep? Check That's it out. Not arousing, but I love on a it. blank, it's, it's great. I laugh at it when I see it. It's I mean, on, on the list to do for Corpse Cast for
4: too. You know, a female director says, "Here's my movie." He's like, "Yes." Not enough fish rape in this film. So, you know, she oh, was What yeah, of so yes. the film. I watched that with Ember. It was kind of weird. film and not like there, Hellboy. You know, not like sure Hellboy. You Really, It was people, one of like those ones where she was conceding
1: to, to me. It was no, my uh, night.
4: You know, no flowers and chocolates for these guys. They're just going <laughs> to take what they want. You know, run on pure uh, instinct. I love the Rick Baker monster effects in that movie. Absolutely. Creatures are freaky. I didn't realize that was Rick Baker. Awesome. I freaking love it. But, uh, hey, Shane, um, as far as you losing Lugosi, man, uh, most all of us have been there. I uh, know you probably, I don't know, maybe you don't want to hear about it 10 days later or whatnot, but uh, just let so you know, my heart goes out to you. And Thank um, you, sir. I love you, you for sure it. You Thank grieve. you. I buried mine years ago, and uh, then I buried my grief with her, and, uh, you know, it just came back on me recently, and I realized, man, you know, I really didn't, didn't uh, grieve and let go all the bad feelings about what happened there with with my with my bear so but anyway man love you guys talk to you later
2: thank you sir fine gentlemen absolutely but you know that, that that's what it was about it's just kind of spilling the beans and right. putting it out on the area i mean it was like three hours right after I yeah it was quick kid you know through all my you know like man. I you know. You're a trooper, man. It's 12 years of a relationship Dude, I hear with the you. dog. So, thank you guys, all of you for for you, Listen, I with me.
1: You are the man. I would
2: have understood if we just blew it off, blew the yeah.
1: show off that night. I mean, I've I've been like I said, I've been there. You never know how it's going to affect you till you're there.
2: The only thing that kept ringing through my mind was, you know, how you talk to people that listen to the podcast, and they right. go, man, I feel like I know you guys. Right. So it's like, I felt like, wow, this is just the rawest, most right. d- d- holy shit moment <laughs> that sure. happened three hours, five, right. four hours. Right. So thank you guys very much Gene, you're, Thank you're, you, thank you, thank you. You're you an awesome dude, man.
1: That's, that's why I love you so much. Okay. Metal Mikey called in. Metal
12: Mike Cadaver. That's me. Jane Diablo. Well, That's him. Metal Mikey. And yeah, still behind. But I got some questions. It happens. Answered at your show. put the forth, Trump's And I'm going to answer Trump. these questions. <laughs> these burning questions. Number one. Scene that gets me hot. It's kind of interesting that in recent episodes, one fish lips Larry Drake has come up with a certain movie called Doctor Giggles because that movie (laughs) does have one particular scene that does (laughs) kind of make a little part of me. Yes, it does. It
3: does indeed.
12: Namely, (laughs) saxophone. Oh. where that one chick is trying to steal away the you know heart conditioned chick's boyfriend by basically giving a saxophone a blowjob. That it's hot. is freaking hot. Next up, horror movie guilty pleasure. For me, it's not so much a guilty pleasure anymore, but I realize people dislike this movie usually universally, but me, okay. I still stand true, I inflicted it on station sins of creepy kids, hello <laughs> you lovely
1: gals, lovely that off. would
12: be Bruno, no not Bruno Matthias, Andrea Bianchi's burial ground, Night of terror, that's a, okay, yes, boobs being bitten off, midgets, Mi- who love their mamas? I want to see that. There's, there's a lot life. of like, well, like breastfeeding for old midgets. I but yeah, I like still God. enjoy it. I probably at least watch it once a month just because it makes me once so happy. Once a month, holy so, shit! I will still keep catching up to the corpse cast, and I of course shall look forward to hearing the Sounds wonderfully like up. sensuous tones of Mike Cadaver Ooh. and of course the unbearably unreasonably <laughs> steamy tones of Shane Diablo again rather soon. Indeed. Take it easy, fellas. Goodbye. Dude,
1: you've never yeah. seen Burial Ground.
2: I love his we gotta, body. we got to
1: do Burial Ground on the show if you've never seen it, dude. Yeah. I'm going to add that. we got to add that. We're going to add it soon. Midgets. Oh, Breastfeeding my. from the
2: yeah. hot ladies yes. As I
1: was watching that The first time I ever saw it Wasn't too long ago And I'm just And I'm watching that going What in the shit is going oh, Did that just happen Indeed it did We should do it Okay <laughs> Let's see uh, Speaking Speaking of the hot ladies From uh, Creepy Kitch, Yeah Stace called in Stacey Michael yeah? Oh, yeah
13: Michael You're what? psychic he said the guy would talk about a fax, and then he talked about a fax.
1: Holy shit. He always brings up the facts.
13: <laughs> yeah, this is Dave. So what's up? Hello to Michael. Hello. And Sheamus. Uh <laughs> First of all, I'm going to call in horror movie scores that I love, love, love. I yes. don't like anything by Danny Elfin.
3: Sure. Yeah. Uh, I like no, the overlock. In the fact, we're going to do top a oingo boingo so, like, to hold like, you follow, all soon. Like
13: my end-all-be-all go-to sure. for badass scores. I really like the Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack. Oh, that was octave. awesome. Um, I also, in terms of scores that get to me, um, the score for Candyman mm-hmm. like shuts me down. Dang, Every didn't
2: get time, the that minute way. that
13: the yep. starts. I just, like I go into a few state and I can't do anything until it's awesome. finished playing out. I have a version of it where it sounds like a music box. Actually, oh really? A badass music box. Cool, awesome. Um, in terms of horror movies that I love that nobody else loves. Uh, uh, sit Down. This is going to take a while. Van Helsing.
1: Oh, oh really? On the
13: fucking planet who like that movie. And I I'm not deposit. even going to say I'm going to
1: pause it. Yeah. Van Helsing.
2: Have you ever seen Van Helsing? Yes, I have, but he's like a Tony guy. What do you he's mean? He's like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bruce uh, uh, Bernstein? Yeah, that's his name. What's his name? <laughs> A hot Wolverine guy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's, Wolverine uh, guy. I know who you're talking about. I can't Bruce remember. Bruce Bernstein. It's not Bruce Bernstein. He hosts the Emmys. Oh, is that like right? He's like a dancing kind of Oh, maniac. he's on Broadway and all yeah. sorts of shit like that. Yeah. yeah, he's awesome. There was no singing and dancing in Van Helsing. No, Dude. But uh, but she's
1: talking about movies that everybody hates that she loves. Oh. You know what's funny is one time when this movie came out, my the the, the company I worked for was uh, we all went out to see this movie. It was yeah. like a company movie, and I remember thinking I watched it, and I remember thinking, oh my gosh, there's a lot of CG in this, and there's a lot of potentially shitty CG in this. Sure, but for some reason.
2: I really enjoyed it. I forgot I like about Helsing. that
1: movie. It was the thing is is you can't like look at that as a serious movie. I mean, you can't sit there the
2: Dracula zombie uh well, and then Frankenstein, vampire bitches that were busting oh, through the we're not taking ugly. over that town. Sure. Not ugly and cool. I, My remember. favorite part though was like the super uh,
1: dramatic Frankenstein. Oh I yeah.
3: <laughs> you yeah. know,
1: it's like what in the shit is this yeah. guy but listen i i'm with you i know it's terrible it's one that i've watched with the kids a bunch of times i like that one okay sue me
13: guilty pleasure i that's enjoyed it. i think uh i got what it was supposed to be and i enjoyed it for that <laughs> um i have a, i did have a friend who was like way fucking obsessed with richard Roxburgh's dracula and that though yeah. which was strange um that's cool Ghoulies 4, which Sims will never, ever, ever, um, ever, ever forgive me four. for making her watch. I don't care. I love it. Ghoulies <laughs> 4. Um, <laughs> I don't it's three. Three. I don't think it's I've seen it. Ghoulie.
1: And yet... Well, I've, I just had to pause it.
2: You've never seen Ghoulies 3, Ghoulies, well, go, to ghoulie. ghoulies go, go to College? I don't remember the Ghoulies. Ghoulies Go to College? nerd about... No. <laughs> I never saw Ghoulies Go to College. That's right. I've never I've seen... i seen Ghoulies, seen 2, uh-huh. but I couldn't even ghoulies tell you what Mariska. happens... In two and one, and, you know, it's Listen, like you guys Goulies, the, the first one, Ghoulies has
1: Mariska Hargitay starring, okay? <coughs> you know, the right. SVU person, okay. and I love SVU, and I love Mariska Hargitay, but... Ghoulies two, man, eh, whatever. Ghoulies three. Ghoulies go to college. That what, is. Something... Where's the
2: one with that? Hey, give me
1: that pee pee.
2: I do not. You give me that pee pee,
1: dude. Are you oh, are you talking that about the toilet? Saying oh, that's that? never. Mind, yeah, never mind. that's a whole different. uh That's
2: a whole different. Give series. me that pee pee. You get over here. Give me that pee pee. <laughs> I don't know. The Ghoulies coming out of the toilet. Yeah, you are way off, dude. Give me that.
1: That's, baby. that's cool. That's cool. All I'm saying is, I've ne- I don't know if I've seen Ghoulies Part Four, but Ghoulies <laughs> Part Three, Ghoulies Ooh. go to college. You gotta see. Uh, but okay. let, let's hear. Let's hear. What can scenes. I say? I love
13: me some forty-plus crow Magnum Browda uh, <laughs> <laughs> community theater acting. Oh, that's great. Uh, they're. 90 oh i love halloween uh, resurrection and you know what, Fuck what? You guys, i like buster Rhymes. so y'all can lick me where <laughs> i believe thank you and good day uh i also like uh andrew the fucking andre 3000 the is the new Rhymes. i'll take it i think it's clever and cute and i like
1: the- do you want to know why he's the new buster Rhymes? i paused it by the way
2: because he's better
1: well because he does a lot
2: of gillette shaving commercials So yeah, how did they pick those three guys? I don't know. As hey, you guys are the hottest. And and what? What? Andrew Brody or whatever? Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. I don't even know who like the Hispanic guy is on that. You picked those three assholes. (laughs) That's your hey. These guys. You got to take a
1: sample from each race. Apparently, you got you got
2: the white guy, you got the
1: Hispanic guy, you got the black guy. Andre three thousand. He's a pretty good pick. The
13: fact that it's not twenty somethings. It's like adult people living adult lives. <laughs> and that segues into our next segment, Oh dear, which is movie scenes that got me hot. And oh. that sex scene's pretty fucking up there.
3: Mm. Um, I
13: like it because, sure, you know, they get eviscerated by Jason in a large black man's body, but <laughs> she gets sure. to make her O-face before that happens. And, you know, that she doesn't does. happen very
1: often. No, you're right. She does. In the,
13: the director's commentary, they said that she uh, came as she went. Oh, uh, really? Commentary for that, by the way. It's fucking hilarious.
1: I gotta check it out. And
13: um, I also was and still am obsessed with the kiss from Nightbreed.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Where he good stuff, sort
13: of, Lori accepts Boone for what he is and the kiss and he turns into the, he gets the weird gills all over his face. Oh, that's cool. That was the source of many a teenage Stacey's masturbatory feelings. Oh my goodness! Oh
1: my goodness!
13: And lastly, on a serious note, Shane, I am so, so, so sorry for losing Lugosi. Thank Um, you, man. Thank you. Who I had for 14 years last year. I know exactly how you're feeling. I actually put his um, tag and his bells on a chain and so whenever I'm really missing him, I can just get it out and I can clink them. And it sounds like it would sound when he roamed around my house.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
13: Um, I also lost my grandmother last week. Oh, so, wow. Whoa. Who I adored as I adored oh, no other. Oh, sorry,
1: Sins. So, um, I mean, Stace. It
13: hurts and it sucks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I I, do. I think
13: if you accept the fact that it hurts and that it sucks, I think you'll heal faster. That's just my experience. Totally my agree with I love Stace um, so much. You did right by an animal in a world where more people, it seems like, would kick the dog. And a everything bit.
1: sucks, too. And I
13: think that in the in Lugosi scope of things, I think you did excellently. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> really, you. really sorry that you're going through awesome. this. And. I don't know. That's all I got. Since then, I want you guys to guest touch with us at some point. Provided why don't we? Why don't you have a song? I don't know song? what the fuck are doing. I don't know why you don't uh, have a song. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking trapped in training hell right now. I don't get to go home for another four fucking hours. Holy so it'll be 9.30 by the time I get home, which means I get to go to bed and wake up at 6. Oh, train them to so train drive themselves. All the way back <laughs> over die. here and have another full, long day. Actually, the work part's not the problem. It's
1: fucking nah, after I was shit. training. Good so luck with that.
13: Crazy. Anyway...
1: Yeah, whatever. I hate everything. Talk to you later. Bye. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, I, You know what? The thing is, is, Stace has been around for for a long, long time. Uh, she Stace did. is an awesome chick. I, Stace, are you going to make it to Days of the Dead? By the way, because I feel like it's our time to meet. Yeah. Is that weird? Is that weird to to like mention that to you say? Feel
2: like it's time to meet. Like well, I just I just feel there.
1: like I feel like me and and Stace are like the same person, except for she's female and I'm I'm male. Yeah, you know. Plus, you know, whatever. I just well, that's I, insulting well, to her. I sure. I know, and I don't mean it to be insulting, but I love sins and I love stays so much. I hope they make it. To Days of the Dead. I think sin will. Oh, man, I just love them so much. Anyway, uh, uh, not to move on. I and not to move on too hastily because I don't sure. want to, you know, make that what I just said sound stupid and just not insincere because it was sincere. No, but yes, Troy called in. Troy.
11: Hey, what's going on, guys? Let's try boy from the SLC the 801. My creator buddy, a little, uh, more <laughs> energetic and brighter than last time. Nice. Anyway, uh, how's things going? Not um, bad. I have to comment on a few things, um, but anyway, about the, uh, the question for this week's episode is what the best score, or impact, or scary mm-hmm. music for a movie. Would have to be for me, would be the Omen.
3: Yep, that's the guy a big one.
11: That that conducted that was Jerry Goldsmith. He did a lot of stuff in the seventies, like uh, Planet of the Apes and things like that, where it was like more intense and and freaky, you know, kind of stuff. And uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but that that Omen scene, that uh, oh, you know, where it's just satanic and th- daunting, and it makes you feel like. Oh, shit, you know, every time. <laughs> but that, that, uh, but iconically, you know, the, the Halloween, the, the, Friday the 13th, you know, that, everybody knows that, you know, and it freaks people out, you know, and they laugh about it. I think it's fun. But, um, uh, anyway, and then back on another episode, you said, what movie makes someone hot, or myself hot?
1: Oh anything.
9: dear!
11: There was a movie back in 1988. I seen it in the theater. I'm not dating myself here too much, but uh, I seen it in the theater. And it was called Unholy, not The Unholy. Unholy. Oh, what? It was about this demonic woman that was tormenting this priest and everything, and it was a really cool movie. To this Ooh. day, it's kind of a little off the you know end a little bit. You yeah. talking about I mean, the one with the really redheaded cool. one? But that woman in there. Got you saw her her right. burger Wearing the. Sheer Nighty and everything, and yeah, like yes. Crap, you know? so, I love that movie. I love that movie. Might make make you crazy. But anyway, love that You mentioned something about uh, how lame Utah radio is.
1: Yeah, it is. true. I
11: agree. It's the lamest it, as it can get. <laughs> it's been like that for years and years.
1: I don't. I wouldn't um, know.
11: But I always thought that maybe um, is it, that radio stations outside of Utah. No, it's
1: not true. They in all sucked
11: Vegas. Um, like about eight, six months ago I was there.
1: Colorado the
11: station sucks.
1: Suck too. Yeah, yeah. They're
11: just as bad.
1: No, yeah, yeah Colorado, Colorado radio too. stations suck too.
11: But the only thing that makes me mad is when they kinda get on this fringe thing here in Utah on the radio is that <laughs> uh, for a, for a, uh, an example they put on Bull Oh, cool. it was the Warriors call, you know, like, that's the only song that they have. Right. And I was like, no, they cannot be playing that.
1: Right. You know, right. and
11: I'm like, they're going to kill it for me.
1: And they did. Every time
11: they do, they kill it. Yeah. So, um, generally, they, you know, run through the staples stuff. Well, like that's,
1: that's, radi- things, that's, 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 that's got to be pleasant. That's terrestrial uh, radio, though. They kill character. things. I mean, they and play it till the it's dead.
11: well-known song it's very repetitive and boring.
1: Absolutely.
2: Thank
11: God for uh, Pandora, Spotify, Oh, iTunes, dude,
2: without a doubt. You know, the hey, every radio station you know, in the world is like sweating bullets YouTube right radio, now going, when uh, do they I mean, just cut us off. off? Absolutely. Find, uh, I totally uh, radio agree with stations you. stations
11: from Canada that plays strictly straight metal, punk, you know, and stuff like that. You just Canada, United States, England, you know, they just play...
1: Obviously, Way I'd prefer to, to pay for Spotify than listen um, to the so anyway, bullshit for free.
11: More on things like... And it's it's everywhere. Um, but anyway, on the Lizzie Borden episode, I wanted to retract on that. I did go to that show in, uh, at Club Vegas. What? Why didn't you uh, say hi? that was a short thing. I didn't know you guys were there. That's kind of like Small World. Right. Um, but also, um, Keith Diamond has an album called The Puppet Master. Oh, yeah. I wanted to oh, put yeah. into that. Nobody mentioned that album. That album is so creepy, cool. That's because I, I hadn't listened it, to it by the yeah, time we did the
1: one, show. Uh, a, I've heard that a one classic, a lot. It's awesome. For sure.
11: It's kind of like nobody mentioned it on the on the show, and it was really great. Awesome. So anyway, uh, to Shane, my condolences to your passing of your little buddy.
2: Thank and, you, sir. Uh, Thank you.
11: I hope you get better about it, and uh, cheer up. Rock on. So anyway, I'll leave that on the... On a good note, you guys keep rocking. Uh, Love you, brother. Thank you, Troy. He's uh, my
2: creator, brother. Kind of like, oh, did you see know, him? Was uh, he a creator? Uh, yeah,
11: something in there that I haven't heard or, or haven't seen. So everything that uh, you've mentioned, I've seen or heard. But uh, the Independence is one I haven't heard. That's nice. Like code, something that was pretty good. I, everybody... Everything else you played has been, you know, like, okay, I'm familiar with that. And oh, cool. So it's all good. Well, so anyway, hopefully maybe
1: Cradle Filth is something uh, new.
11: Long and hard, and, and uh, back on. Talk to you later.
2: Dude, Troy. Love that guy. Troy's the man. He was a creator, huh? Dude, I've got a video that I'm going to work on. It's okay. called My Night at Creator. Oh, where a, is it? It's going to be exclusive to the Facebook group. Awesome. I'm not going to put it on YouTube. I'm going to upload it to the Facebook group. Was Troy Was Troy on that? Troy video? was there, cool. and there's us, but the audio sucks. So I'm going to oh, just put some sucks. creator, Sure. and then you're going to see all the live shots of the mosh pit and, right. me and him together and all that. That'd be awesome, dude. I'll get around to it sooner or later. Okay.
1: All right. Well, I can't talk since I haven't done the whole uh, yeah. rip sandwich stuff, so yeah. whatever. There's,
2: yeah. So don't worry about that. <laughs> you got like five videos. I you should know. Be putting I'm, up. I'm terrible. You know, uh, <laughs> Wolf, wait, wait. What oh, videos? The, wait, the, the, the. You were you were talking about how you were a master jammer on the guitar. Okay, so I got to the master so,
1: guitar jammer. Yeah, I didn't
2: say that. I'm okay. no. You said you were gonna do. I'm alright. I'm no dimebag Daryl. No. Well, who is? Good point. You rib sandwich, and. Uh, do you know what I had for lunch today before I played basketball? Sandwich. I had a rib sandwich, dude. Frozen. That
1: is no sh- Oh, I, yeah, I Seven heated
2: ele- it up. Oh, you, oh, you took no, it to work? I
1: took it to work because the basketball days I usually eat around 11 o'clock, so we can play ball at noon till What 2 is o'clock. your
2: idea of the, like, the 7-Eleven rib sandwich? I've never had one.
1: Breakfast. I've never had one. So you have
2: your stock at right, home, and right. that's it. Well, until what McDonald's bring
1: out the a Swanson.
2: Swanson's the Swanson. brand that we buy. Swanson Rib Sandwich. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, no way.
1: Well, the thing is, is I I eat whatever my wife brings home. Yeah. Right? So it's like, you know, whatever she brings home, but it's always Swanson. They must have that at Sam's Club because that's what I always
2: get amen all right i'm just I, you know because i've had the uh 7-eleven no are they good and it's good it, it tastes sure. fine but i was sure. like you know I'll, I'll eat it and go i wonder if this tastes like the ones that mike has <laughs> you know what one of these weeks i'm gonna bring over a couple
1: of rib sandwiches and we're gonna have we'll microwave them up sure that i'll what I'm bring saying.
2: a 7-eleven and we'll yeah. do like a taste <laughs> test
1: <laughs> the taste test has gone out of style in recent years we're gonna bring it we're gonna bring the taste test back yeah. All right, you're going to take a bite. You're not going to know which one it is. Right. Okay, I'm going to do that. We'll, we'll do that. That's a great That's a great okay. video, time. All right. Okay. All right, uh, last voicemail. Wolfman called in. Oh, Wolfie. I love Wolfie.
0: Hey, Shane. Before I start my usual tomfoolery, I'd just like to take a moment to express my condolences on losing Lugosi. It's always a bitch to lose a friend and companion like that, and... No matter how often it happens, you never really get used to it. it right,
3: yeah.
0: And sting a little bit less sometimes, but it's always going to hurt. Yeah, I do. I'm sorry about that. And just got to look back on the good times you had. Oh, sorry to be bringing things down there, but um, <laughs> I don't know. Let's bust Mike and the giblets to bring the move back. Yes, Mike, Ted <laughs> yes. Bunch may have gone to the University of Utah. He but did. do remember. Mitt Romney went to BYU.
2: Ooh. And that's why I love BYU, and that's why oh, I love you Mitt Romney. That. You didn't even give me the stop. I have in a I stop. You were like on the money.
1: That's what. That's why I love that both. Stopped. That's why I loved both. I love BYU, and I love Mitt Romney. Oh, well, that's... Everybody can eat a dick. You love Mitt Romney? Well, I you know I guess. I mean I don't know if I love him, but I mean, if he's going to throw that out, come on, oh come on, uh, come on, Ted Bundy
2: and Mitt Romney.
1: Listen, in the that's same right. sentence from Wolfie, Wolfie. I love it, Wolfie. You lose. On this one, okay? All right.
0: Serial killer, I'm not entirely convinced yet, but at least Ted Bundy was likable. At (laughs) any (laughs) rate, I'm definitely catching on to Frontier. Uh, I might want to look that one up because it's actually the type of movie, along with Martyr, Eel, or Zombie Lake, that I really want to find some prissy, full of himself film major and set him down with the expectation of seeing an art film. Indeed. Then lock the door, hit play on the remote, and throw it out the window so he can't get to it. <laughs> yeah. See how long it takes for either his brain to break or his attention.
3: <laughs> but
0: moving on to my Saturday night, you are right that the film has a message, and I find myself Jeez. thinking more and more as I follow what's going on in Europe that they might have had a finger right on the pulse of what was happening over there. At the time the film was taking place, they had all sorts of rioting going on with self-styled anarchists and the like, basically busy trying to burn down Paris. I think you guys were actually pretty close to the mark when you commented that while the protagonists look to be pretty bad, they're nothing compared to what they run into.
3: Mm -hmm, The rioters,
0: of course, Mm -hmm. thought they were pretty badass, and the press thought they were just plain bad. But, as is gradually becoming more and more evident there's still a sort of real evil over in Europe in the backwoods of France and Spain and Germany. It's marching in the streets of Greece right now, publicly.
1: Absolutely. The Nazis
0: and their philosophical heirs are experiencing something of a resurgence as governments clamp down on spending and various immigrants and deviants, <laughs> <quote-unquote>, <laughs> are blamed for more and more of the wrongs of their world. I suspect that the filmmakers had a feel for this and they wanted to show people... You think these angry kids are bad? Have you really forgotten what we're capable of brewing in our own backyard? Sure. Here, have a reminder. Now, question of the week. As far as the whole score goes, I would have to say Chris Young's work on Hellraiser and Candyman.
1: Oh, yeah, Chris Young. anything. Clive
0: Barker really seems to bring out the best in that guy, and his best is incredible.
1: I hear you. There seems
0: the Puppet Mark. Master theme, which is all Love Christopher Young. And finally the gorgeous work of Goblin in films like Systere.
1: Absolutely.
0: Of course I'm happy enough to listen to them when it's not a soundtrack, so I suppose that's cheating a bit.
1: No, it's not. It's of perfectly course, there's
0: awesome. also getting outside of horror, the cinematic stylings of the eighties. I mean, would was there like? ever a decade better known for the theme songs and like it would craft for the fucking In particular, when you look at Dan <laughs> Bush and whatever you have to Give say me. about hair metal, <laughs> love it or hate it, perhaps no other film proves the themes uh, and soundtracks from the 80s quality better than the original Transformers movie. A couple yeah. uh, of those songs uh, are still firmly in the road man. trip playlist, and nobody can convince me otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, since Cadaver Indies feedback kind of yes. has to go through here.
1: Yeah, kind of.
0: And you put out two episodes this week, I thought I might point out the real tour de force of I Can't Believe They Made That a Cartoon. Oh, really? For my money, that's got to be the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> yes,
1: because we talked
0: about. Really. See how RoboCop and Rambo end up becoming.
1: Pause it. We, really? We talked about a Rambo. Me and Johnny talked about a Rambo cartoon. There was a there was a Rambo, and all Rambo movies were rated R. That
2: super- wasn't before what? But that was after the review.
1: Uh, no, we, I don't remember. Because, yeah. I oh, us, do you not remember ta- us talking about it? I cut
2: it at Innkeeper, so it oh, was soon after. It probably. Because we chat, did that, we did
1: the trivia challenge and whatnot. Chat. And yeah, you're, well, I, I don't remember exactly when, but I'll remember. Toxic is, Avenger we, cartoon? <laughs> how about that, dude? How, I mean, that's unbelievable. That's gotta be
2: on YouTube.
1: We got it. well, or I hope it's on Hulu. I gotta check that. I didn't even realize this thing existed, man. That.
2: Rambo cartoon.
1: Mother, can I say one thing? You yes, wanna, please. Going back to what he was talking about earlier, yeah. you can you can give Mitt Romney a bunch of shit for going to <coughs> BYU, but uh, I think that, I think you should have used uh, I can't remember her name Stephanie Meyer who wrote uh, Twilight
2: and the like. Okay, yeah. Let me ask you this. Sure. Here is the real deal question. Okay. Let's hear. it. Do you think that that Mitt Romney yeah likes Huey Lewis in the news? I'm gonna go. Don't think he does. You, sir, you are wrong. I think that you would. Wrong. I think that you Mitt Romney would wrong. say. Are you kidding Do? me? And then someone no here and they go. No. All oh, I, all I'm saying. And is... Then like and oh, run
1: and. I'm going to go ahead and go on a limb right here, okay? And say, Ann Romney off, and Mitt up. Romney oh, that, uh, do most of their lovemaking. Michael, Michael F. Fox. Stop it. Stop it right now. <laughs> Mitt Romney and Ann Romney have conceived most of their 27 children
2: while listening. I know. Ann Romney what? says, I wish I could just unzip Listen him and show you the real male R- Mitt Romney. While,
1: while listening to hearing those in the news. Uh,
2: yes, uh, it's yeah.
1: true. Yes, it's true. Uh, there and- you go. Down to here, I'm going, Turn. oh, and.
2: Uh, Listen, okay. Olympics. Here we
1: go. Here we go. We're going to go ahead and say, <laughs> since he is a Brigham Young Bobcats oh. fan, we're all good. Oh, oh that's fine. <laughs> all I don't, right. You know. <laughs> By the way, they're up 20 to zip right now. Okay, let's Sweet. keep going.
0: Go. Cartoon. After all, they were action movies built around ridiculous premises. <laughs> yeah. The Toxic Avenger... The I can't
1: believe that. That's awesome. That's awesome. That takes I want to see that, like now.
0: turning a <laughs> Saturday morning kids show. And I have to think that Kaufman signed off on the contract and sprinted to the bank to make no sure they did shit. Over yeah. The yeah. No before shit. he got there. Uh, finally, speaking up on the absence question... My research on absinthe indicates that it used to include wormwood, which is indeed toxic. Indeed, and that's what gave it the hallucinogenic properties. In yes, addition indeed. To the flavor. Well, let's
2: put the wormwood
0: it's not a very back strong in. Strong hallucinogen, bad <laughs> enough that it got a reputation and became popular among a certain bohemian class.
3: Where like,
0: laudanum was a drug of choice during the Victorian era.
3: Hmm,
1: that sounds good
0: Most absinthe was made for sale in the US, Let's the shoot the up wood, some
2: wormwood. Yeah.
0: Otherwise it would be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> do something like trademark <laughs> flavor and is therefore don't legal don't do sell. that.
1: But <laughs> some Anyone some listening, I do not
0: their way stateside We need to film this shit cuz that
1: was hilarious. I don't want and you, you to do that. Don't that. the would recommend.
0: seems like trying to get a good tequila, I guess.
1: That's great.
0: Getting them can be a little tricky. It's one of those weird loopholes in the law. It's not illegal to drink it. It's not illegal to buy it or ship it. But it is illegal to sell it. So it's like
1: get anal sex in Utah.
0: No, it's no it's sodomy. Sodomy is defined
1: no, as anything legal. besides regular vaginal sex. Just-
2: for the love of God, remember to mix it properly. Like the So that's a vaginal in my drink mouth drink. right now. when I'm talking.
0: I think the usual mix is a cube of sugar, a shot of absinthe, and it's all the water, water It's all it weird. To cut the flavor down to where you can stomach it. I have heard of a drink called Cthulhu Rising that mixes absinthe Ooh. with Red Bull, but. Yikes! <coughs> no, you. I have a hard That's enough time hot, choking dude. down regular. You like
2: see you the great old
1: one. ones if you drink that.
0: As for why it's popular with the goth crowd, I imagine it's a mix of the aesthetic appeal with the rich emerald color. Sure, and the fact it's, green. That it's Made with something called wormwood that has yep. a biblical apocalyptic connotation.
1: Absolutely.
0: Artistic pretension, since it was the in thing to drink for artists. Therefore, <laughs> I am an artist if I drink it. Sure. And the fact that it's most originally mostly from Eastern Europe, aka Dracula country.
3: Sure, absolutely. Either that, or
0: there's just something about golf that makes them fond of licorice flavor. Yeah, <laughs> Until no Until next shit. time, I remain howlingly yours, the Wolfman. I freaking
1: love the Wolfman so walt- gd much, man.
0: Let me let me tell he you something. Is sweet. He, as he, he mentioned
1: something about Eastern Europeans. Yeah, I work with a guy from uh, was he Serbian? No, Bosnian. He's Bosnian. Yeah. And that, I don't, I don't know exactly where that is, you know, whatever, but it, you know, it's a war-torn country. He uh-huh. came over here and whatnot. I was telling him one time, listen, you know, I'm going to take one, one of these days, I'm going to take a vacation to Dracula's castle in Romania. And he's like, you know, it's just, it's ugly country. It's, it's really, you know, it's not sure. worth it. You know, and they're going to fleece you. You got all the gypsies there and whatnot. And he's telling me that I'm going to go there. And I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to get like ripped off by the gypsies is yeah. basically what he said to me. Okay. And so I've been to a little place called Tijuana before and I've been ripped off. I, yeah. feel like, I feel like I've been ripped off there before. So basically I asked him, I said, so is that area the Tijuana of Eastern Europe? He goes,
2: it's worse. So I don't care. I'm so How going, the hell does he know what Tijuana is? Well, he's been, a, who hasn't been to Tijuana? He's only read about that on the internet. No, if well, he's just like years, of, <laughs> my country. He's like the Yakov Smirnoff of my country. No, you don't want to go there. Yeah, yeah, that is Soviet. Dude. dude, I'll tell you what: you go to Transylvania, you go to Romania. If they've got like a horse and buggy ride sure, up sure. to the castle, I'm going. I bought. That's sold. what I
1: said. He said it's, but but he said it's ugly country and people will fleece you. That that's those are the exact words that he said. Of course, that wasn't the accent in which he but said. But it's
2: it. like, well, I'm American and I hold onto my fleece pretty damn good. <laughs> Absolutely. So you don't got to worry about that. And I have a little <laughs> stick that I smack off the names <laughs> You know, if I'm in that little cart heading up to sure, the, you sure, know Batori's house, <laughs> I'll uh, swear, hey, get away from my wallet! <laughs> you know,
1: you get yes, uh, or what is it,
2: dude? You throw a couple of coins out. They will chase them. They'll ride uh, uh, right under. I the told them. I even said, listen, listen, His name's Amir. If I they told see him, I say, hey, like, listen a coin go under the out. tire, they'll go under it. Uh,
1: I said, I told him, I said, I said, listen, Amir, you are bumming me out right now because I want to visit Dracula's Castle. He said, he said, it's boring, it's ugly country, it's barren, it's wasteland, whatever. I said, I don't care. I said, I don't care. I want to go there. I love the horror movies. He said, fine. You know what? You, he he basically (laughs) insulted me saying, you are the reason why that, why people go in there and get fleeced. So, whatever. That is the perfect
2: American dream. To get <laughs> to smack people with a, you're riding in a carriage. I'm going to Dracula's castle. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you, listen, I would pay money just to be able to beat some like gypsy, gypsy, uh, like peasants or something. Amber, throw him some <laughs> coins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like, oh, this one's getting close. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh, dude. So, what's your answer to the question uh, of the episode, man? I've got the ultimate creep. Every hair will stand up on your body. All right, man. What is it? It is the soundtrack to The Elephant Man. Every single song. But what I want everyone... Dude, that's a great one. Everyone... And that's all I've got. But Mm -hmm. I want every single person to listen to the music Uh from a specific scene. Okay. And the scene is is the Elephant Man is now being taken care of okay. in the hospital. Right. And he's got his new suit, and he's feeling better about himself after being in that circus and being right. beat like an animal. Right. And the the uh, security guard for the hospital, he says, oh, we got a freak upstairs. Right. So he goes to the bar, and he tells everyone... I'm going to take you to see that creepy guy you've right. heard about in the, the newspaper. Uh-huh. And the music that I want everyone to listen to is when he takes a group of people up to the elephant man's room, mm-hmm. John Merrick's room. Right. And he pulls out a mirror, and it's the first time the elephant man has ever seen himself Dude, in a mirror. That- and the minute that music starts, really. Dude, it raises the hair on my neck That's right now. That's a powerful
1: movie, though.
2: I mean, that it, entire right, soundtrack the- is creepy as shit.
1: I gotta revisit that because
2: it's been a long time since I've even checked that out. When that guy, it's quiet in that room, and when he holds that mirror up, and John Merrick sees himself, right, goes, ah, and screams, and then right. they lift him up like, yeah. yeah it that, will creep stuff, the man. shit out of that's you. That's awesome. So that's mine. That's
1: a very unique choice, too. I mean, what is yours? It's no, not no, really no, a I mean, I mentioned mine before. It's not
2: really a horror movie, well, but it, it's is a creepy, scary movie. It's from
1: It's from a bizarre director. Yeah. I and mean, it's from, you know, it's, it's a very... You know, I mean, it may not be a horror movie, but it's definitely not a run-of-the-mill drama type of a movie. I yeah. mean, it is. It, I mean, it is. I mean, this is the same guy that brought us Eraserhead. Yeah. You know, which Eraserhead
2: yeah. is it a horror movie? I don't know, but it freaked the fudging shit out of me. It's. I mean, you know, and you fall in love with that guy. Right. Oh. By the yeah. end of it, you're going, oh, oh That's- man. But. The half that movie, you're going, holy shit! Right. No,
1: dude, I'm totally with you on that one. That's so, a great. That's I, think, I
2: think that's a great.
1: Uh, I think that's a great answer for this one. Um, you know, I gotta check that movie out. It's been too long since I've seen it. Yeah. And Anthony Hopkins is yeah. uh, does a great job young. in that movie as well. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> it's boy. weird because yeah, he's super young in that one, but he plays uh, Treves. It's awesome. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, let's put it this way. We are about an hour and 38 minutes into this one. This This one's been brutal, man. So far, we love the voicemails. The brutality has been because I keep pausing it and keep feeling like I need to say shit, which is... You know, yeah, not, not, you the love the pause. I but do. That's I'm, fine. I, I feel like I have so much power and you keep pausing people. I know. But whatever. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about Cradle of Filth's Thornography and we're going to talk about uh, Charles Kaufman's uh, Mother's Day. Yeah. But here, right now, is one minute of Thornography, Cradle of Filth.
6: Through the past and lost and gone, the sacrifice without.
3: The mirror's not a flaw Martina Grimm A promise to my sister's The final dash will be the juicy
6: Agitate to fix the cure yeah, Martina Grimm In excess of me can't choose the wise Surrender past the what you will stop Just witness the jackal and the facts are good
2: Metal explosion. <laughs> did you enjoy that metal you, explosion? Of course, I enjoyed that metal explosion. I put together that metal of explosion. Of course, you did. The order of the dragon.com is where you find this band. Absolutely. Thornography released October 2006. Okay. It is 64 minutes, 44 seconds long. Roadrunner records, dude. Let's talk a little bit about the nasty mess that is awesome about roadrunner
1: okay can i can i
2: mention a couple
1: things yes guess who they had on their label Type on negative yeah and that's all i had entombed <laughs> oh no doubt really? no way yeah
2: tons they, of bands they
1: had a lot of those new metal
2: bands like back in the day as well yeah, i mean and back when know, new metal was not new metal Cause well, like when you say new metal now, it's like, well, eh. it's in you metal. Yeah. Not
1: any W metal. Exactly. Right. Back yeah. way. By the way, can we stop and talk about new metal for a minute? Yeah. I remember being in, in the year, you know, 1999 to 2000, couple, maybe uh-huh. 2002 or something like that. I have to admit something. Yeah. I, I kind of liked the new metal back in the day. You know? But, like, like, uh, Things you know, you know, popular music comes and goes and whatnot. Right now, I look back at that and then it's like it's shit. Yeah, can we, can we agree on that? Like, well, like sure, the, the yeah. Disturbed and the in that. Well, oh, yeah. You know, I I still I I hate to admit it, but I still like the corn. Yeah, I, they're okay.
2: The corn uh, They Korn's were all right. Favorite. I like the first album. I like to, I've always liked a tune or two. Sure. That they've done over the years. I remember what was that one, uh, what was that one they
1: did with the video where they shot a bullet and the whole video was a bullet going. Oh through. yeah. It's probably called Freak, Bullet it, or it something. It was Freak
2: on a Leash and all those yeah, songs Freak too. On, it was really solid. Did you ever listen to the end of the corn album where it's got that hidden track? I don't where know. Where it's just these, this guy and he's yelling at his wife. Oh, you fucking bitch. I'm, I don't, was like I some don't remember. Tape, that. It was like some tape they found. Yeah. But if you listen to the very end of the first Korn album. I don't remember. All the way through on the CD. Yeah. It's <laughs> like this tape that just comes on and he's going, uh, oh, you goddamn bitch. I don't, <laughs> you know, it's just Get this a, pissed off old guy. I
1: want, I want to go ahead and confess something too. They hit Korn had a song called All Day I Dream About Sex.
2: Yeah. Uh, that, is,
1: that is still, true about me
2: really To this day
1: that's hard. all day i dream about sex oh, that's so hot i'm just i i, I don't want to be too weird but the thing is is out of all the tunes in all of the world that one seems to hit home pretty good for
2: yeah me, you know well it sounds like it for christ's <laughs> sakes formed in suffolk england in 1991 oh, that british Cradle of Filth's music style evolved from black metal yes. to a more produced amalgam leaning more gothic and symphonic metal. Can I can as I, well as other extreme styles. Can I stop you right there? Yeah. Okay.
1: I just want to go ahead and let everybody know. I don't mean to cut you off. I, you, well, I know you don't. I don't mean You're, to cut you off. All I want to say is the thing is is when we're talking about Cradle of Filth we're talking about an album called Thornography, 2. Yes. I've been a Cradle of Filth fan yes. since day, well, I don't know, day 300 day or something. I don't, I don't know. Two or three. Uh, the when I heard of them for the first time, I think they came out in like uh, 94 or or 93 or something like that. Yeah. I didn't hit, right. I didn't hit them up until probably 97 and I listened to their first couple albums and it was pretty straightforward black metal. In oh, the right. voice oh, yeah. the voice was pretty, you know, typical of like a Behemoth or a or uh, you know, or something like that. It was pretty typical black metal. Um, yeah. oh, you know, I have I have it written down here. Um, you know, their first couple of albums, the principle of evil made flesh, and you know, and other stuff like that. You know, that type of uh, that was the first stuff I heard. Yeah. But then they moved into kind of a different era of their music which was kind of went away
2: from that straight up black metal stuff and kind of became their own thing yeah those first couple of albums they are they're on the they're shunned by all black metalists because the black metalists are hey let's take a recorder and one speaker and record an album you know that's what it was about it's just the raw just just and then it was like when they came out it sounded fantastic. Well, and their
1: first couple albums were, would fit right in with that in my Sure. But, but it's then, high, qu- high, highly produced.
2: Yes. They, they started coming music. out.
1: Danny Filth started deciding, you know what? I've got, instead of the one black metal voice I got, I got five, I got five voices. And I'm, sometimes I'm going to sing like this. And sometimes yeah. I'm going to, sometimes I'm going to sing like that. Yeah. You know what? It took me, uh, let me, let me explain to you. Yeah. That the first time I started hearing this, this kind of newish, um, uh, cradle of filth, it was like nails on a chalkboard.
2: Yeah. It was really hard
1: for me to digest. Yeah. It was really hard. And then I heard a little song called, um, uh, oh, shh, oh my gosh. I, we've, how many, how many out of the 30 pack are we done? Uh, we're down to four. Okay. So. So, pardon me if if I'm having a little bit of a hard time remembering this, But basically, um,
2: this is the end of that. Ev-
1: uh, uh, from the Cradle to Enslave. Yeah. That, I heard that song, and I'm like, holy shit.
2: This album. He's got several levels yeah. of good vocal. Dude, he's got one that pinches my nerve where I'm like, oh my God. Yes. And it's up in the higher range. (laughs) Yes. I I I don't even, but I don't even know if it's the highest. Here's the thing. There's one stinky in there that I go, ah. Let's
1: get your experience with Cradle of Filth before we move on.
2: Is this, this is your first experience with it? I am, yeah. I, I've, I remember hearing some stuff where back in the day where I was like, ooh, shit, they're pretty. Right. Gothicy and right. crazy and right. that sounds pretty awesome sure but you know i forgot about that so this is my true induction okay all, all i'm saying is
1: is that that when when i understand the cradle of field first of all as a band from start to finish is not for everybody i get sure. that Second of all, I understand that they've gone through a few, a couple of, uh, incarn- nah, I don't, I don't know if I would call them incarnations, but I would say that they've gone through a stylistic change. Yeah. Um, and you know, and, uh, which to me, um, is a little bit different, but culminated by Cradle to Enslave, which to me is, is probably my favorite Cradle of Phil song of all time. Right. Um, but then we get to Thornography. And that's the album that we're going to be talking about today. Thornography, I dare say, is maybe the Black Album.
2: What what the Black Album is to Metallica, pornography is to Cradle of Faith. I I did a little tasting of other albums, so I could see that. Okay, I could see where it's it's a good album, but it's not in the mix with everything else. Uh, Well,
1: Uh, okay. And I'm going to go ahead and before we before we really dig into it, okay. I'm going to say that this album we're talking about this album in particular because I feel like this album to me is one that's much maligned. Sure. That Cradle of Filth fans this one and a, and an album called Nymphetamine. Yeah. Are tough for even the most diehard Cradle of Filth fans to really get into. However. To me, both those albums, the mean and this one especially, um, really, like, struck a chord with me.
2: Yeah. And it's like, I really. That's enjoy. what good music does to you. I totally Whether agree. people like it or not. Hey, let's not make no bones about it. These guys aren't around with 12 albums because Absolutely. nobody bought their shit and, and the nobody thing is bought that what
1: they were selling. A lot of the, I think the quote unquote fans of this album were a little turned off. Um, about this one, but, um, you know, the, the, uh, the, like the, the professional review music reviewers and stuff like that are are kind of split on this one. Right. Um, also I think that this one, this album Thornography was, and I'm not sure, this is what I've heard that it was marketed in a way, you know, maybe to a more broad audience, maybe to a more gothy audience sure, as opposed to a black metal audience. And uh, I think, I think a lot of the, the, the purest black metal guys who love this band hate it for that reason. I, on the other hand, didn't see any of the marketing for this, didn't under, didn't realize that this was like sold at Hot Topic,
2: that this was, you know, all that stuff. And who gives a shit about that? It's a good record. It's a good record. I'm with you. Sell it at your mama's uh, apartment. Sell it, sell it anywhere.
1: But saying that, I think this one is probably the most accessible Cradle of Filth album, the easiest one to listen to. Out I can of all see of, that. Yes, I can okay. see that.
2: Thornography is the band's seventh studio album, but only the second as a five-piece lineup. Yeah, right. Keyboardist Martin Powell left the band in two thousand five. And I, I, you know, I, I was all over the charts with checking other music right. out, and I didn't really see where that mattered all that much, right? Because. Uh, Martin Powell might have been the you know the Elton John of the black metal thing, but <laughs> sure. I didn't get into any stuff where I went, holy shit, what right. does it matter that he's gone? Right. But uh, let's get into the members of the band for this album. Sure. Adrian Arlandon on the drums. Okay. Dave Pibus, uh, bass and backing vocal. Charles Hedger, guitars. This is the only full-length album that he is actually on. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. I did not know that. They've got kind of a
1: kind of a in and out. I mean, depending on the album is is. I mean, it seems like they've just kind of a rotating type oh, of lineup. There's like
2: twenty eight people yeah. that have been
1: in and out of. The Absolutely,
2: band. yeah. Uh, Paul Ender on guitar and Danny with an eye, the sweet tit, the little midget <laughs> of magic. <laughs> sure, Donny. Danny. I call, I'm calling him Dan I. Dan I, okay. He starts with an I. And it's probably got a little skull on top instead right. of a heart or something. Sure. But Danny Fields. He is the, the evil
1: Ronald McDonald of black metal.
2: He is. Dude. He Here you go. Thornography was produced by okay, dude. Here's the thing that I want to talk to you about. Okay. Okay. Thornography was produced by Rob. Kagarion. okay, of Anthrax. No. Who the fuck is Rob Kagarian of Anthrax? I have no idea, dude.
1: I don't know <laughs> who that is. Who was in Anthrax when? Was he in the Armored Saint know. Singer? What was that guy's name? I can't remember the Armored Saint Singer who uh, showed up in the uh, Anthrax. Was he in uh, the John Bush? Bush.
2: John Bush. Was he in that same era or I what? I don't know. Maybe he was the guy that got in the band when uh Dan Spitz left the band. He's the Ron McGovney like, what? of Anthrax. I don't even
1: that doesn't Do you know who Ron me. McGovney is?
2: He's Ron the, the base he's
1: the bassist of Metallica before uh Alan Smithy or <laughs> yeah. Smithy?
2: No, he's he's not Alan Smith Smithy. Smithy. <laughs> I would have settled for that. Thornogue okay. was produced by Alan Smithy. <laughs> because he's no I don't know who that guy is. I have from. no idea who he is All either. All right. They had a shit ton of special guests on this album. Okay. A total of 28 Wow, musicians or vocalists no on shit. this album. Most notably, Mike, who were these most notable people that were on this album? I know that Ville Valle
1: was one of him. Yeah. C- you know, can I, can we stop for a minute and talk Please, about let's him? talk about him. I, I don't, him. I don't know if it stands for his infernal majesty or not. Yeah. I'm not a big him, like connoisseur. Oh, he's got a, he's good. Do you know that he has a cover of not only Wicked Game, but of, uh, was it Solitary Man by Neil Diamond? What
2: do you mean? I, I, I lost in
1: it, the so band I- him. Yeah. Bill Val and their band, him, right. do a cover of Solitary Man. That's fantastic. By him, which, I've never heard that. Which I love. I've never heard that. What, whoa, 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 whoa. Is that right? Am I right
2: on Dude, that? Dude, I know there's a new album called Dark Light. It is really gothy. It is really. You have to add I it am to your vampire. To thing. I mean, this Dark Light by Dude. him should have been on. Queen of the Damned. You
1: need, you need to add that to our, because I, you need to add it to the show schedule because I know that
2: the only new stuff I listen to is for the show. Shane, can I count on you to add that? Sure. And, okay. and I don't know. And honestly, you've surprised me so much. I don't know where you're, you would even come down on that. Huh? <laughs>
1: okay. All right.
2: Because it is really gothy and really synthy and really, okay.
1: it all depends on the mood, bro. But it's vampiric. It all depends on the mood. I, and you know me. And you love them Italian vampiric. Well, I chairs. love any, I don't
2: care where they're from. I love the vampires. Thornography has 12 tracks. Uh, this, this version that we, we have that mm-hmm. we listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, it had the 12 tracks the japanese release has uh, a cover of sam haynes halloween too. oh yeah i heard that because it's on spotify and the deluxe version darker harder faster had six bonus tracks including sam haynes halloween II. and all that stuff's on spotify and it's all on spotify indeed benny angel if you haven't told us enough what is your thoughts all right, I'm going to go ahead and Shane. First of all, I want to say thank you so much
1: yes. for listening to me and saying that this album. Uh, first of all, I'm a huge Cradle of Filth fan, like I said. Yes, I'm right now. I'm really into Godspeed the Devil's Thunder, but. This album, I real. This is my mowing the lawn album. Yeah, I mow the lawn. I I mow two lawns every week. I mow my lawn and then I drive the lawnmower down to my sister's house, who lives six blocks away. And I drive and I mow you her. You are an
2: angel. I am
1: an angel. <laughs> Shut up. But I mow her lawn as well because listen, I don't want to get into it, but she's gone through some hard times sure. with her husbands and blah blah blah. I take care of her lawn and her yard work. Okay, all I'm saying is is that uh, cradle of filth is my lawn mowing music. This album is yeah. not their best. Not no. not by a long shot. However, this album is much maligned by the black metal uh, crew, is much maligned by the heavy metal crew, is much maligned by basically everybody. I know Metal Mikey, who called into the show today, Yeah. Um, is a metal... F- uh, obviously, his name is Metal Mikey, right? Of course. He does not care for this album like... As much it's is it um you know relative to the other albums in their thing however let me talk a little bit about this album because this is one i talked to you into ad, into adding okay um this album first of all has uh, can i quote from the loved ones you know the movie the loved ones the sure. You remember when uh, the kid and the dad were driving, and there's nothing. And, and the dad said, "There's nothing wrong with the little melody, son." Sure, sure. A lot of cradle of filth music is just the aggressive, gah, 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 let's go, let's do some black metal. Yeah. This one has some melody.
2: Absolutely, I agree with that. And, totally, you
1: know, and it's a little bit different. Well, you have nifetamine. I Did you? Uh, there's a podcast out there by the way. Uh, I don't, it, it's defunct now. I don't know if you heard of it. It's called The Cadaver Lab. Did you I, ever hear about I that one? I think I heard of that, yeah. Okay. The opening song from that... uh Cadaver Lab podcast was right. corpse. Uh, w- w- sorry, was from um, Cradle of Filth. Right. It was a song from um, Mi- uh, an album called Midian, which is probably my favorite uh, Cradle of Filth album uh, from from start to finish. Right. But also, the ending song was a song called Absinthe with Faust, which is Ooh. from Cradle of Filth. Yeah, I am a
2: huge fan of uh, this band. You are closing your eyes and doing the. Rubbing your titties. And, and, I love this band. And yes. by the way, I don't, I don't
1: know what the deal is, but I did separate my shoulder or maybe, or hurt my shoulder this week, but I'm raising my arm right now oh, for Cradle of Filth. And this feels good right now. What I'm doing right now with my fist in the air, I am feeling good about it. Um, this, this album, um, is a little bit different than some of the other albums because, I mean, even though I'm a huge fan, I do realize that a lot of their songs become monotonous. And it's not as if they're boring. It's not as if they're, they're soft and just slow burn type of stuff. It's just the same things over and over. This album has some dynamic, dynamicism with it. It has, You know, I mean, there's some songs that actually I I would not be surprised, not necessarily to hear on the radio, because as we talked about earlier in the show, the radio sucks balls. But kind of single-esque songs on it. For instance, "Cradle of Thorn," uh, sorry, um, "I Am the Thorn." Yeah, love that. And "The Fetus of the New Day" kicking. Love that. So in those two songs, I feel like could be played by themselves, not as a whole, you know, not, not, not as part of a whole album, which is a lot of what Cradle of Filth goes for. They, they say listen to the whole album. It's a whole experience. Those two songs I feel like could be singles and could really do some damage on, you know, it for, for somebody who really enjoys this kind of music. Sure, yeah. Now, Shane, I know that you are a new Cradle of Filth,
2: uh, listener. I'm brand new. I don't know anything and, about cradle of filth i've and, never paid attention i've all i've heard one or two songs sure. oh i gotta investigate but this is my first time
1: and like i said as i was going through and listening to cradle of filth sometimes the voice is like nails on a chalkboard well i it's wrote tough. down
2: i wrote down that danny filth is the jim Hansen of black metal B- i liked all his vocal stylings uh-huh. except the in between super high one he's got one that's in there that i'm like oh that's that's piercing and that's the one i'm talking about but i like the higher one and it's like mid-range okay all right and Um, so i understand i
1: understand what you're talking about there because it really took an investment for me to first of all get into cradle of filth itself however this album did not take usually okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of peel back a little bit. Peel it. Usually with Cradle of Filth, this is like, okay, they came out with a new album. What I need to do is sit down with that album and listen to it three or four times in a row. Sure. Because without that three or four times, just ingesting it, I'm not gonna like it. And, but typically after that three or four times, I end up loving it this thornography is the first time that I sat down and was like the first or second. Listen, I'm like, holy shit. This is some, you were good horn stuff. pwned
2: on it. You I were was
1: pwning. You were banging it And that. And you're absolutely right. And not, and we're not even talking about the cradle of filth, um, trope where, um, Doug Bradley of pin pinhead from hell. Ridge sure. of fame Does a lot of the, and he does this a lot on Godspeed, the devil's thunder. Uh, the, um, he does some, you know, narration and stuff like that, and he does this on this album, and I love the Doug Bradley. I, I love, love Doug it. Bradley.
2: I love The it. thing that pissed me off about the Doug Bradley thing is he goes through this beautiful speech at the beginning, right, and then it's just an instrumental. It's like, right. put that over the top of it or sure. something. You know? I mean, there's no... Vocal... I mean, he does this great little speech through it, and right. then it was like just... And it was an all-right little jam or whatever, but it's like, why don't you at least repeat everything that he did right. in the... I don't, you but know,
1: there was nothing, you know? I think that, I mean, Cradle of Filth has their fans. And yeah. I I don't mean to keep coming off the thornography topic, but Cradle of Filth has their fans, but I think it takes a a special type of not I mean not that they're better or worse than anybody else but it but there are only a, a certain type of person who lo- who likes this stuff I'd, agree. I'd I, agree I I, w- I listen to this and I think like Flo Poe would listen to this and go oh my gosh this is bullshit you know because it's too me- it's too mentally it's not Easy to listen to. It is not easy to listen to. Thornography and Nymphetamine, maybe the two albums that are the most easy to listen to. Yeah, and because of that, I think a lot of people are saying, you know, listen, these two albums. They didn't put their heart. Are and soul you a into it. fan of every album? The black
2: metal stuff. Um, the, yes, the- I, I, I. I am, however, I don't like every song on every album. Yeah. I have a playlist. my, my, my thing is, it's like, I'm an old guy, so I'm into the, the old black right. metal stuff. Right. You know, as cheesy as it might be, the Venom or the... Oh, absolutely. Or, I mean, like, Bohemoth, dude. They are a firecracker of black metal. Oh, dude, those guys are as tough as... I these. don't know where... I mean, I, I Cradle of Filth has their place, but if I'm if I'm gonna go, I want my poppy stuff. I'll listen to Satyricon, sure. Or if I want my evil down to hell, I'll listen to Behemoth. You know that, and I and, agree. And, and, and I will say this right now. Everything that I have listened through the entire week, I'm going with mm-hmm. Thornography as my favorite. Really? Yeah. Because, because I'll tell you what, dude, there was so much of the hardcore black metal thing we yeah. were trying to pull off at the beginning. Yes. And then it seemed like they were they went too gothy with the ding ding dude. There's like 15 minute ding 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 <laughs> ding And Thornography for the most part was yeah, here's music from us sure you know and there was so much setup or they were going you know one thing that i have a serious problem with is that and only guitar players are going to know this right but it's that super fast picking right and doing the one stringer so it's going sure i know exactly what you're talking about because i can do that (laughs) You know, (laughs) so it's like as I'm listening to other stuff, I'm just going, you know, I mean, there's black metal out there that can be super black. These guys have everything that you need to have. I I agree. But I would I would go as far as to say as thornography is probably the best of the best as far as my as far as I'm concerned. I, everything else I listened to, I was like, it's either way, uh, you know, produced, super black metal look, what we're doing, or it's too all over the place. You know, Thornography for me was like, ah, that's a happy medium. All, all right, right, man. So, so, okay, go ahead. Please. So the bottom line for me is this is a band that I'm going to keep investigating because okay. they gave me that. Where I went, you know, I want to know more about this band. Sure, I am willing to bet that Thornography is about the best that I'm going to enjoy. I don't know, I dude, I told, I maybe disagree. I'm wrong. I'll tell you what; those first couple of albums are way too overproduced, black metal, but really, because I love those two. It's like but but the the thing is you admit that the voice on those were was pretty pure black
1: metal voice. Yeah, totally. Okay.
2: Totally. And as it gets older, you know, and thornography's in there and as they then they start to kinda chunk it up more and did you hear Cradle to Enslave that that song at least?
3: No.
1: Unbelievably great song.
2: Well, I'm going to have to check that out. I mean, what was your favorite tunes on the album? Oh,
1: man. Well, I mentioned the, the entire t- thing.
2: I'm of,
1: of just the thornography. Yeah. I would have to say it is fetus of the new day kicking. Yep. And I am the thorn. But yeah. the thing is, is I can listen to this whole thing and be into every song on the album
2: and at the Byronic man or Byronic By- man, man, man. Sure. That ha- that was the song that had uh, Vila Vila or whatever sure, from him. Sure. I wanted to hear more of him. Okay. Doug Bradley, he oh, does yeah. that whole thing. I wanted to hear that shit through the song and not the whole beginning piece. Okay. All right. Um, my favorite songs, Love Sick for Mina. Oh, I love that. I song. am the thorn. Uh, Fetus to the Grave. Or Fetus of that, the New Day yeah, Kicking. Fetus, yeah. Um, Tonight in Flames, Dirge Inferno. I, did not like that temptation song dude. oh really that was poo. because that to me that was just kind of a that
1: was that was a remake of a tune i can't remember it something like heaven 17 or the it, it's it's a cover of that song and i oh man i wish a- i could. it's dirty
2: harry i don't know who dirty harry that is.
1: is is a girl who's on that and they actually made a video of that you know, of that whole song. And yeah. you know, I get it. I understand
2: that you know, it's not That kind of, seemed like the odd man out on that entire well, album.
1: Beca- because was, it was, because it was because it was a cover and it was something where they wanted to check out, you know, and get Dirty Harry on that. I right. like I said, I'm with you. i never I don't know who dirt what Dirty Harry does. I don't I know thought if it she's was Deborah to. Harry.
2: I was like, Oh shit, she's gonna <laughs> fucking No that's that's hit definitely some shit here, and I was like <laughs>
1: No, the thing is, is, like like I said, with this album, I do, not, I definitely do not think that this is their best album. I definitely do not. Uh, it's hard for me to say. Besides, um, a Cradle to Enslave, which is probably my fa- oh man, it's hard to say. Cthulhu Dawn on the album Idiot is is awesome. There's tons of songs on on. Let's see, I gotta God's check that Speedy out Devil because I'm it's sure good good it's stuff.
2: The time that I had. And everything else. I'm giving this a Absolutely. high Spotify because okay. I will keep listening to them. And I was doing it today going, oh, what other shit do they got? So I went sure. straight back to the beginning and I was like, that's really high produced black metal. It is. Bastard. And it really is. And I was that Danny filth going.
1: Yeah, that was, I, I, as far as I know, I mean, I don't know exactly what you're talking about. But I assume that Danny Filth has been the first album, whatever it's called. Yeah. Which is great. Which I, which I really love. And I actually think that the first two albums are better than Thornography. And I think that Midian is better than Thornography. I actually like Damnation of the Day. Really. uh, I think that has a a lot of great tunes on it. I think that uh, Godspeed the Devil's Thunder has a, a lot of great tunes on it. However, Start to finish as an album, it's not as easy to listen to. And there's definitely, unless you're a huge black metal kind of that, you know, all out of salt on all your senses,
2: unless you're into that, this album is the one for you. I would say, you know, I'm giving it a high Spotify. I'll give it a high. Behemoth, dude. If you want to hear some powerhouse musicians that are doing black metal from the grave, I would say that. Yeah. Are you ready for the trivia challenge? No, I'm not ready for the oh. Let me let me explain a couple of
1: things. Behe- okay. Let me let me talk about Behemoth for a minute. Okay. I like Behemoth a lot. I don't feel like I like Behemoth as much as I like Cradle of Filth for a couple of reasons.
2: First, and of I one, like Dimmu Borgir. And Dimmu Borgir. I I love Dimmu Borgir. I don't know how you say it, but it's, I say it like the French do. Dimmu Borgir. No,
1: I do love those guys too. Yeah. And maybe that's something that we do in the Satiricon, future. Satyricon, Venom. You know, I there's don't care. Dark Throne. I don't care, there's, really some good, oh, yeah. there's some good black metal. Absolutely. And I'm not saying this is the best black metal. And I'm not even saying that thornography is necessarily really should be considered in the hot, in the upper echelon of black metal. Sure. I don't know. I don't really think it's black
2: metal. I'm know, saying for me, uh, this is probably at the top. You know, and sure. I'm not even shitting on on Cradle of Filth. Okay. I like this album. Okay, and I'm saying that I enjoy this album. So there's going to be haters that go, right? That guy liked pornography better than this. But I'm just saying. Well, I-, I enjoyed this album. A lot. We
1: obviously there are a lot of haters out there who hate pornography because this is the cool one to hate. I'm not saying that if you hate it then you're just being dumb. I'm saying I understand that if you are into other cradle of filth albums, if you're into their earlier stuff, if you're into their and plus their later stuff kind of I don't know if it heeds back necessarily to their first stuff, but it's definitely different than this I don't want to say poppy, but more accessible album. Yeah. I so so All I right. mean I understand if you don't like this, that's fine. I get it but i just happen to be one who likes it i mean if you if we're talking about this album it has themes um you know uh, warmongering violence religious fanaticism uh, god's wrath carried throughout through an angel of death uh romance creatures of the night pagan themes stuff like that to me this i'm listening creatures to this of the night. well and 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 and
2: remember
11: I am still so lovesick. Yeah, or mean. I mean, it
2: was it was good overall. It was a great album to me, but I've got like to, to be—I've got to listen to more of it. I think you do. Um, th- like I said, I give
1: this a buy. I, I, th- however, there are other c- cradle of filth albums that I would give a bone saw. It's just not this one. Yeah. I do love it. I think that the, the reason we're talking about this today is because it's one that I feel like is very
2: maligned in the community. Sure. And so- I mean, I, it's the one that speaks to me more than what I have bounced around and listened sure. to. Thornography was like, I'm, I like that. Okay. You know, All right, so, I mean, if I'm talking, I mean, right now, if I'm going to go, what's a bone saw and right. what's a uh, bone saw is thorn, thornography. Oh. Everything else is, uh, Spotify. Oh, okay. That's where I'm at with well, it.
1: Well, I, know. Uh, you know, honestly, I think that if you listen to it more, you'd probably change your mind, but whatever. Probably.
2: Whatever. You know, we're good to go. But it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, it is what it is. Are you ready for the trivia challenge? I feel like I'm ready. Okay, we're calling this. The Filthy Frontman. <laughs> okay. All Are right. you ready? I got six of these. Okay. Let's do it. I think you're going to do all right, but I hope I'm so. curious. I hope so. Let's right. do it. Born in Lancaster, New Hampshire, he died in New York City at the age of 36 of a massive heroin overdose. Once, And I'm going to ask you to please refrain. I will. I will. To the end. Okay. Uh, once asked about his live show, he said, my music is the weapon and the audience is the target known for shoving bananas in his ass, uh, wearing women's panties on stage and throwing shit at the audience all while singing. I hate you motherfucker. And, uh, everybody knows that I'm a scumbag. Who is this?
1: Oh my gosh.
2: Did he? Can I ask you a, uh,
1: a bonus question? Sure. Did he also go on there naked? Did he do a lot of shows buck naked with a not a large penis? With a tiny little peeny weenie. Oh Who my gosh! I at I, I I can. I, I have a documentary <laughs> of this
2: guy. I. Everybody knows that I'm a scumbag. Oh my gosh! Uh, G G Allen. G, G. Allen. T- the radio! He only yeah. made it to 36. Really? Irma Gersh. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. Okay. All right. You can watch some shit on YouTube yeah. of, of that whole trip from the last show of his life. Really? And people chasing him down the streets of New York to where he gets to the hotel oh. and they cut it and that night he dies. No right. way. Number wow. two. Okay. This stink hole is obnoxious. <laughs> Loud and probably stinks of China sweat. She would make any man want to blow his fucking brains out. She managed to queef out a few fairly decent songs in the 90s. When on stage, she would wear her trademark filthy ball gown cut to show her meat curtains dang, oh my in the wind, along with her tiara. Are you talking about Courtney Love? Turn up the radio! <laughs> meat curtains and shit, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. You ever Yikes. see that video where she's got her leg up on the monitor and she's like, "Yeah, mine, you bastard!" Oh, no, old,
1: I have old, not old, seen that. That was disgusting. Awesome. Yeah, okay, so.
2: awesome. All right, number three. Here we go. This guy knows his instruments. Mm. He can play several, but really lacks on the hygiene. Oh dear! This bombastic front man is a powerhouse when the energy uh, with energy. Uh, for days on stage, wearing his trademark T-shirt and jeans, he he can he can't get even the he can get even the lamest douchebag to party hard.
1: Are you talking to Andrew WK?
2: T- T- the radio! <laughs> awesome, dude. Awesome. Yeah, dude. Awesome, I, awesome, I was awesome. trying to spit that out, man, for some reason. It's like my, uh, well, you know, 30-pack later. <laughs> sure, right.
1: Absolutely. All right, you're
2: not going to get this one, but oh, that's dear. acceptable. I'm three. three. I'm three up. Three okay. and oh Okay. All right. Born Eldon Wayne Hoke. Yeah. He was the drummer slash lead singer for his self-described rape rock band known for wearing executioner masks because their lyrical content was so offensive toward race and women they would hide their identities with songs like Young Fresh Tight Sweet Stuff Suck It for Rent, Black Snatch Be a Pervert and Hey When You're Horny You're Horny. (laughs) This Pig Basket claimed Courtney Love paid him off Kurt Cobain. Wow.
1: I do not have any clue, man. I have no idea. I'm I'm conceding this one. You're conceding
2: this one? That's El Duce from The Mentors.
1: I still, after you tell me that, I still have no idea who he is. Yeah, dude.
2: Those song titles. Black Snatch. Suck it for Rent, That's ripe. Yeah. All right. So you're down one. All right, here we go. Number five. I got two more of these. This lead man is 43 million years old. Dude. He was assembled on a planet called Scamdogia in Syntho <laughs> Womb 5. After moldy pieces of his scattered warframe were collected, his father was a supercomputer and his mother was a Petri dish. Oh my this gosh. band has been together since 1982, released 12 albums, toward the globe, and are still spraying blood on victims <laughs> everywhere they go.
1: I know you're talking about gore,
2: <laughs> and and you don't and that's a turn up the radio. All right, because uh, you didn't have to. <laughs> odor cerungus. Odor cerungus. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. we're good so, to go. All right, you're not going to get this one. Okay. So how many are you? Okay, you're, you're four. Four. I'm four. Well, if we include odor cerungus, which I would have got because yeah. he's on Holliston. Well, gore. I would have accepted gore of okay. course all right we're good uh, odor of sarongas. who's gonna fucking know that <laughs> except me all right this stinky poo hippie loves wearing a silly hat probably played a lot of hacky sack his beard probably <laughs> steak of marijuana and his yeah. and his body smells like patchouli this band a four-piece had a few hits in 1991 the the title of their album had something to do with superman can you, can you give me a
1: bonus, uh, hint with what's the album named?
2: Uh, I, I can give you a, well. Okay. I'll give you, a, I can give you a song. Spin. Okay. All right. Back in for love.
1: I. What is it? Oh, oh, you're talking about, uh, uh, you're like, what time is it? A uh, four thirty. Uh right. oh! All yes, right. you, yes, that's it. That's a bad. You're talking about the spin doctor. Oh, turn, turn
2: up it's the radio. Oh. I would have accepted. Uh,
6: hey, and what do you? That's what I said now. now or
2: right. little bit, little bit, little bit. Can't be wrong. What do you stinky meanie, Though you yeah. looked at him. Oh, like, oh, dude, you stink like a bastard. I looked at that guy and thought, man,
1: out of anybody in the world. I think that I would buy that guy a shower.
2: If, yeah. if it was Christmas I he would had say that little hat with the balls that hang down. They loved yeah. them in the 90s. Oh, that boy, Littimus, hat with Littimus, the little Littimus balls. Littimus Littimus
1: Littimus can't it. be wrong. Sack balls.
2: Yes. Ah, balls, spin balls, Doctors. Balls. What was his name? His name's Chris Barron. I would never have got his name, but I do remember the I do remember And I would have accepted me. Spin Doctors, or, No, you know, you, there don't you have that no. There That's all go. I got. That's
1: it. Well, that is amazing. He is a dirty mother effer. Yeah. All right. Okay. There you go. All hippie. right. <laughs> well, pig. all hippies are. I don't care right now if you're hippie and you're listening. I don't want you to get offended, but you're dirty. You're dirty. Let me scrub you with a
2: sponge. Yeah, indeed. Absolutely. I'll maybe, come to wherever you're at and scrub you down with a sponge.
1: Maybe some uh, uh, shampoo for your
2: beard and sure. you know, whatnot. We'll do it. Okay. That's dirty to me. To scrub someone's beard is disgusting. Listen, I'd scrub their ass or balls. <laughs> that's fine. It's like all right, well, get the tub it's skin. But, uh, it's skin. You don't have to scrub balls very touching. long until they're you clean. Know, it's like, sure. it's, like uh, it's about like it's like uh, you know when you rub your fingers on a cheese grater, you go, oh no, no. And when you rub your fingers on you sure know, uh, a kitty, you go, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're blind, so it's like to grab someone's beard, like, like absolutely, uh, dude. Yeah. Dude, look at, look at the beard I'm rocking right now. I'm rocking
1: a little bit bigger beard than usual. Yeah. After I go home from tonight, it'll still be smelling like smoke from, you know, until tomorrow morning. And I, yeah. and I just assume that.
2: What are you gonna do? Say, baby, I was out at Liberty Park, hacky yeah. sack. I was. Shane I was, was blowing it off. There was the night. drum
1: circle and shit.
2: Okay, yeah. people. Say, baby, right. Shane blew his cigarettes on me all night. It's disgusting <laughs> over
1: there. <laughs> all right, so let's go ahead. We talked about Cradle of Filth. We love Cradle of Filth, but let's move on to Mother's Day. Here is a yes. trailer for that movie. Nice.
6: Somewhere in the woods of deep barren. A woman and her sons live in isolation when they come out. It's for one reason only.
11: Now, let's see what you brought, Mother.
6: Some say she spoiled her boys. Some say she drove them mad. No one who found out has lived to tell. you have made your mother very proud. Charles Kaufman's Mother's Day.
10: <laughs> My boy.
6: Jackie, Abby, and Trina have come to the wilderness for a weekend of fun. Little do they know that out there something lies watching, waiting. <laughs> When you know how to celebrate, every day is Mother's Day. From the darkest corner of the imagination to the outermost reaches of insanity and terror comes a celebration of mayhem. Charles Kaufman's Mother's Day. (laughs)
2: Time. <laughs> we're recording, brother. Well, you want to finish that tune? and <laughs> in the comes from somebody else end. I don't know what the hell. Fair
1: enough. Yeah. Fair enough. We are having a great night here at the Corpse Cast. Hell yeah. I am stoked as shit. We will, we will not, you know, we'll just go on with the show. Yes. Okay, we're happy as shit. Uh, at least I'm happy as shit. And why don't we go ahead and talk about a movie called... Mother's Day from yeah, 1980. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Mother's Day, 1980. Like I said, IMDb gives us a 5.1, uh, written and directed by Charles Kaufman. Do you know who Charles Kaufman is? Brother to Lloyd. Indeed. Now, let me ask you something. Sir Lloyd Kaufman. Did you, did you or did you not watch the intro for, Lo- from Lloyd Kaufman on this movie? Yeah, I did. What did he have to say? Uh, I can't really, really remember. I'll uh, tell you why you can't remember. Because he does was, a, he does a lot of these intros and they're all just kind of like bub, 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 yeah. bub, we love trauma. Bub, 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 bub. My brother, yeah, uh, my brother made this shit. Oh, you know, I'm not. They talked shit. about his mom too,
2: and uh, my mom, and we took
1: her to the premiere
2: or some shit. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Because I made a copy of uh, this DVD for you. Yeah. Except for I don't know where my copy went. Ew. So, so I, I mean, I watched it, and I still had, you know, I, you know, whatever. I made, I made it happen. I made it work for me.
2: Went into the cosmos.
1: It, di- it did actually. I went to the torrent circuit. N- what? No. What? What? I don't know. What are you talking about? Forty-seven to zip. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and either. get. On. Let's <laughs> go right. ahead and get on with this movie. Um, this starred Nancy Hendrickson as Abby, Deborah Lucci as Jackie, Tiana Prince Trina, Ross. <laughs> Sorry. Rose Ross is mother. Holden Maguire is Ike and Billy Ray McQuaid is Adley. Uh huh. Okay. Now, those are basically all the, the characters that we care about as far as this movie is concerned. Yeah. We, you wouldn't say. Sure. Let's go. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and go over the plot. Uh, let me, let me, uh, say something real quick first before we get started. Um, this was a very, shall we say, trom, tromorific movie. Sure. Even yeah. from the first ten seconds of this movie, I mean, let, let's disregard the whole intro from Lloyd Kaufman and whatnot. But we're basically the the movie starts off with a sleazy self help seminar.
2: Uh, we have an old lady who's there, and she's I lo- love the what's called the Elbert uh, G the E G O or whatever he's like. Sure, everyone's looking all shitty, <laughs> uh, like what he's like. All right, listen up, dirtbags.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the thing is, is it, I don't know how many of you people are actually familiar with trauma movies, but all the people who played in this movie, all the people who had characters in this movie looked like they belonged in trauma movies. Oh, totally. Dude. Totally. And it's funny because, you know, we get, we get the mother, we, you know, we're like, we're going home from this self-help, uh, seminar, and whatnot. And there's a couple that totally look traumorific. Yeah. You know, traumorific is now a word, by the way. Totally. Can I, can I, see I say that? that? Yeah. Can I say that? Anyways, they're like, "Hey, can we hit a ride with you, Grandma?" And she, you know, just this elderly woman. And the problem is, is these people are looking to gank this older lady. They're yeah. looking to, you know, we we'll basically we have them driving. You know, they're in the boondocks or out in the middle of the forest. You know, apparently that's the way home and whatnot. But yeah. we have a guy in the back in the back seat with his uh what do you call it like the the bandanas uh, the, the bandana and he's thinking you know what I got some rope here I'm gonna gank this old lady I'm gonna strangle her yeah. and we're gonna take this car or in any money or whatever and we've got this lady also with a nice wig who looks again I'm gonna say it very traumarific. Yeah totally okay. totally and the problem is the tables get turned. Yeah. This this elderly woman uh pretends that her car is broken down. She gets out and starts working on the car and whatever. One of the greatest scenes in all, all of cinematic history. We see a dummy of the guy yeah. sitting in the back and we see it and, and we're looking at it for 10 seconds. Yeah, it's it, great, dude. We see a guy come up with a machete yeah. and take that guy's head off. Now, now, and here's the beauty with trauma. Okay. We know that this guy in the back seat. The 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 guy who's about to get his head ganked. Yeah. We realize that he that's not a real dude. We realize that that's a dummy. Yeah. We realize that that is bad '80s special effects, early '80s special effects. But you know what? Trauma doesn't pull away. Trauma yeah. Trauma walks up with a machete and he takes that head off. And, and we see the head get taken off and the blood squirting in the blood. Would you say the blood looks real? No.
2: Yeah, me neither. Looks like ketchup, but it looks like paint. What is really, honestly, if we're getting down to the meat and bones? Sure. What is not to love about trauma films? You know what you're in for, dude. You are preaching to the choir right now. I, I mean, what is? It's like it's not. I don't know. It's not cheap. No. Well, it is cheap. It is cheap. It is cheap. But it's not backyard
1: cheap it's yeah, not but but it's there's a step above backyard but the thing is is trauma movies are fun and they're in their exploitation to the max in yeah, my opinion totally. and that's the thing um so basically this guy gets his uh head ganked off we also the the chick with the the the, the grandma met at this whole
2: self-help seminar she gets she gets taken out as amazingly well. grandma takes her out she's got amazing <laughs> upper arm strength <laughs> For a you know, for an elderly 70, woman, seventy plus sure. lady, she's like, I'm gonna choke her with this rope. You know, and we even get some
1: titties flapping around yeah. in this first scene and whatnot. And anyway, that's that's basically how the movie opens up. Uh, after that, we kind of move into their There are three young ladies who are. um uh, college roommates. Yeah. And you know what? Every year, apparently these ladies take a trip to wherever. Every year, one of the three girls says, you know, we're going to do a certain vacation. Yeah. And the other two girls don't know. It's a big surprise. What happens is one of these ladies, uh, takes them out to a, um, you know, uh, far, you know, remote type of camping trip. Yeah. Okay. Now, before they get to the camping trip, we kind of get a taste where all three of these ladies are coming from, we oh, get yeah. we get the one who lives with her mom, and her mom's pretty <gasps> overbearing. Hey, you know, I, I you need to take care of me. Blah, she, blah, wa- blah.
2: she walks through the door, and she's picking up the the you know the the uh, uh the, the the sh- mail. The mail. Yeah, sure, whatever. And she's just in there going, "You, know, how dare you? You're yeah. living me!" And the chick just, I mean, totally. Abby, she's like. I need to get the fuck
1: well, away. Well, and it's apparent that she's kind of gone through this shit for a long time because she comes it's in her like mom's screaming Bates. out here. Exactly. It's kind of she's bitch, the female northern
2: caring about me. Yes,
1: and then we have another one of the three who has a kind of a deadbeat boyfriend oh, who's stealing her money. Who's who's you know kind of he, he claims to be an artiste.
2: He had one of the best lines. Oh, what was what that, was that it? line? when when he's laying in bed and he's like uh, he climbs out of bed and sure baby it you know it just sucks to me oh oh, what was it oh (laughs) to be so sensitive oh well, yeah artistic
1: yeah and, you know and that's a problem for those type of artistic dudes you know, you know? And then he steals
2: a 20 out of her wallet they don't it's make like, any hey,
1: money we understand you know what you're an artistic fellow you you know what just because your talents don't make any money doesn't mean you're less yeah. of a human and being. she's
2: getting ready to she's packing up for the camp trip and he steals a right. 20 and he goes hey don't mind oh you don't mind if i uh hang out here for the weekend <laughs> right you, babe I, I doubt that he
1: has anywhere else to go. Yeah. To be perfectly honest with you. And then we get to the third girl who is, you know, kind of, uh, out of the three, she's kind of a blonde bombshell. She's running a high, you know, a high class, you know, rich people party at her pool in the back of her place, you know, and she's, she's walking around. We got, by the way, there are some ugly folks at this party, at this pool party. The thing about the
2: eighties, dude, uh is you can wear anything. Yes, you can. And it's acceptable. Goddamn white and green checkerboard shirt and yellow pants. <laughs> yes. And everyone goes, that's cool. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. That looks good. Well, you know what's funny too is did you notice the like big breasted blonde that, that was supposed to yeah. be like the hot? She was not, uh, pretty.
2: Should I say that? And I like that guy going, uh, what you want is the point. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever he's talking about. Uh, three. Distribution, distribution, and distribution. Every
1: Everybody's got their way to make money. But the thing is, is people at this, at this party, they made
2: some money. Right. They had a butler walking around with the shirt off with the jacket <laughs> yeah, on. I know he's he, he had like the, the tuxedo back. Yes. I, but he was like in <laughs> underpants and no shirt on. It's like. Dude, I cannot, I hope one day I'm rich enough to where I have a butler walking around with a butler jacket, no shirt yeah, and underpants on. When you're going, uh, Hey, lose the shirt and tie, buddy. We're <laughs> relaxing tonight. <laughs>
1: and that and the, basically those are the three chicks. And what they're doing is you know, we get a nice scene of them going over old school, you know, oh, look at all these slides. Remember slides, by the way. Do you yeah. remember slides? We're going over slides from from back in the old days of college and you know, oh, you know, you've like one of them. oh, you always got treated like shit by your <laughs> dudes and, and you know, whatever. And, and oh, yeah. here, look at the time that we, that we, that was after curfew and we dropped you out of a, out of the dorm window in a sleeping bag. And look how yeah. adept we are at dropping people out of windows. I know they dropped in a that, like bag. twice. Yeah. In the beginning.
2: Oh, we, we, we'd put you in the sleeping bag and drop you out the window. Yeah.
1: And you know what? Listen, it, I'm glad that they learned that skill because it came in handy later on. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, so these three ladies, they take out to the middle of nowhere and they're like, "Hey, listen, we're having a fun time. We're having a uh we're, we're going to camp. We got a campfire there. We're talking about Dobber. Let let's let's go ahead and talk about yeah. some some of the past flames. Remember that time that that you were dating Dobber and he was treating you like shit? <coughs> Remember the time of college? We're yeah, exactly. <laughs> we Dobber and you were going to get it on on the mound, and he's stripped down. And we saw, see his balls, but uh, basically we turn on the lights at the baseball
2: field and yeah. stuff like that, and, you know, Dobber, oh. Flashback. Dude, when he's running across that baseball diamond and just biffs it, you know, <laughs> totally naked. <laughs> they go, whoa, there he goes again. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's classic. Okay, so basically at this point I'm like,
1: okay, <laughs> we get that you are old college friends. We yeah. get it, okay? The movie is exactly like 130 minutes and some odd seconds. Right. Um, you know, I feel, I feel like they had to throw in that dauber scene just for some filler and stuff like that. Sure. However, the filler is not over. Okay. Oh, yeah. The chicks get out there and they're like, Oh, let's go swimming in this little pond here. And we're going to have our titties flapping and, and whatnot. And then we're going to go out on a nature hike and stuff like that and blah, blah, yeah. blah. However. Remember how we were talking about the mother and the two rednecks in the beginning?
2: Yeah. They come back into play, man. They happen to go camping right down the road where they're at. Exactly. You know, you
1: know what's funny too? Not only is that a coincidence, however, (laughs) another coincidence is, is that those two rednecks, they capture those three girls. Yeah. They take him back to mama's house. Yeah. Okay. And they, I, you know, they kind of torture him. Not really like super torture, not like hostile or anything like that, but they tie him up on their their weight equipment and stuff yeah. like that. And they're like, hey. Mama likes the boys to exercise and everything else. Ab- absolutely. In fact, we do, uh, We, you know, we, we have the mother and we have the two boys. So we actually get a kind of a rocky type of montage of working out. Yeah. Redneck style. How else
2: else
1: are you going to be in shape enough to steal ladies and and do that shit, right? Okay. You got to stab, kill, and learn how to rape good. Well, and that's, and that's basically what it is. However, there's something added to this whole thing, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. However, they have the, they steal the three girls. They have two of them uh, tied up in the weight room. They take one. And they have her
2: kind of role play, almost like like run through a little play. Like, hi now, and Mama's sitting there on a on a lawn chair, like watching them. Yeah, and they're like they do a park skit. Exactly. Like, okay, you hold this little leash like you got a dog or whatever, <laughs> and we're gonna walk by. And, Absolutely. Yeah. And it,
1: and Mom's just enjoying the whole thing and and whatnot. However, bottom line is is not in, in in it's not that deep of a story. Basically. <laughs> The, the, the two that were tied up escape, you know, and they actually, you know, there's another one that was kind of brutally raped and beaten down and, uh, was put in some chest of drawers. Okay. Yeah.
2: And this huge chester drawer, by the way. Well, which, it's like, fit, wow, really? Well, put it,
1: a, yeah, it fits a whole grown A whole woman. grown woman in yeah. there. It's like,
2: wow, that's,
1: <laughs> I don't, I, I know I couldn't do that right yeah. now. I know that I couldn't right now in my house. There's no chest of drawers that I have at home where I could hide a whole woman. You
2: liar. Maybe. You got them big oak drawers <laughs> with the gold knobs on them. Listen, we
1: have oak drawers, but all I'm saying is, is that if we fit a grown woman in there, we'd have to chop her up. Uh, that's all uh, I'm that's, saying. Uh, we couldn't right. fit a whole one all put together like this one did. Right. Anyways, by the way, too, their house in the middle of the uh, of, of the woods. First of all, let me let me backtrack. Yeah. before these girls get out to you know the the the, the boondocks yeah. they meet at a place in new jersey somewhere that yeah. is probably one of the most oh, what do you call it just one of those typical trauma settings right. in this whole movie right basically they're in the middle of nowhere there's all this, like, they're, they're in this, like, like vacant field where all this garbage is yeah. and all these, like, abandoned, what do you call it? Like, like, I don't know, like farm equipment and other stuff like that. There's just all sorts of machinery that's abandoned there. And that's where they decide to meet. Yeah. Oh, think, you said you'd be here at two o'clock. That, that's a trauma thing, man. For some reason, it's like trauma's always. How about f- those
2: two kids that are sitting there with the banjos going, Yeah. Beer. Buy us beer. You know, you know, they meet, they they
1: meet at this place in New Jersey and they take off up, up to the, the woods and stuff. And they stop at that hole. They stop at the whole, like, a general store or whatever. And there's the kids kind of playing deliverance. I think that's what that whole thing was supposed to be. That's what
2: they they were going for, but they're going, beer. (laughs) (laughs) We want beer. Sure.
1: Well, who, I don't blame him for singing that song. I mean, do you? No. That guy, that old guy comes out, you lesbians. Well, and that's a that's a complete slasher trope. You get, you're gonna deserve what you get. Yeah, blah, yeah. blah blah blah. We have so so. i was thinking, you know, maybe this is, and, and I hadn't seen this before. Something you know, okay. So this is basically gonna be a slasher movie. Yeah. But I was wrong. Yeah. It was more of a redneck hillbilly type of of film there anyway basically what it turns out to be is you know we talked about the girl who did the park bench skit she gets raped she gets tortured she gets brutalized the other two girls escape they try to take off but the thing is is they're not they get back to their car and their car is destroyed we got these two redneck guys who apparently destroyed their car they destroyed it to a point where they decided they needed to throw some tidy whities on the engine
3: yeah yeah. yeah
1: which I don't which is great i'm not I'm not gonna ask any questions. I'm not gonna say why in the shit are there like branches and tidy whities where the engine is yeah i but but basically, I'm just gonna say that signifies that the engine is screwed, yeah, okay. it's low
2: budge oh yeah so Add- it's like uh what do we put in the hole where the engine was? branches and underpants put them in there dude absolutely
1: and you know what great that's great i got it i understood what they're going for this is a low budget movie yeah let's move on right okay so anyway after they take off and after they they kind of escaped the problem is is the one girl dies man spoiler the 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 one girl that gets raped and brutalized dies the thing is, is right then this this or at that point the movie kind of turns into a quirky, you know, funky type of traumarefic movie, and that like I said, that's a word I made it up. I don't know if I made it up or not, but whatever. And then it kind of turns into a
2: all of a sudden I got the sign that it's like oh well maybe this is a rape revenge movie yeah it's total revenge it's like uh you got the montage of them sure taking everything that they had to make bands I, they put on the headband yes let's go let's let's do this let's she died she will not die in vain right
1: you know the problem is with this is the mean, we talk about rage rape revenge movies and we're talking about i spit on your grave and last test on the left and stuff like that the problem is is up to this point we've had a trauma movie and it's like oh this is silly this is quirky you know here are these two redneck kids that are dorky you know and their mama and the whole thing's kind of comical even oh Yeah. yeah so when so so when it kind of, they try to say, okay, well, now we're turning this into a rape revenge movie, and that's exactly what it turns into, because the girls go back to the house, and they start taking care of business, you know, they got a hatchet to the dick, you know, they, they're... they Drano and... Uh, Drano and, to the other guy, and this this stuff it's like, well, where did that come from? Because it didn't really make a... I mean, it made sense as far as the story's concerned, but
2: as far as, like, the kind of the tone of the movie is concerned, it was like, well... Yeah, it made a turn on the dime. I mean, it, it did make a turn of the time. and and one of my my biggest like uh was that long ass chase scene through oh, yeah. the woods. And there was that was ten minutes long, where it was like, oh, like I said, there was a lot of filler
1: in this movie. Yeah. There had to be. It was exactly a min, uh, an hour thirty minutes. You yeah. Know? The thing is, is in my opinion, when it turned to 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 become kind of a rape revenge type of thing, it just didn't work. They hadn't set it up. It wasn't dark. It was silly. It was because the redneck boys were were comical. They were doing all this stuff. The mother was silly. You know, we even had um, you know some foreboding
2: scenes where, oh, Queenie's out there, and blah yeah. blah. You know, and but the mama thing, was always worried about Queenie. Yeah, Queenie's coming, and you boys need to be here. Say you're never going to leave me because Queenie's out there. You need to going, protect me from Queenie. You're, you're lying, know. Mama. I heard that. That's a you know it's exactly. Like, oh, Queenie's out there. The bottom line
1: is, is that when this movie turns from a silly kind of crazy, and there was some dark spots. I mean, there was some rape and there was some torture and stuff like that, but it was, it was
2: treated like it was a trauma movie. And it they, is. That's what they do. I the, mean, just, you know, like those old toxic Avengers where he's just ripping her shirt open yeah. and shit. You know, it's like, that's, you know, it was. It was all, it seemed right in line with I, everything. That- I
1: completely agree with you. The problem I had with this movie is, is that when it tried to make a tone, tonal shift. Yeah. The problem is it couldn't at that point, in my opinion. Yeah. Basically, they went back, you had a hatchet, like I said, a hatchet to the balls, you had some Draino, and you had some other stuff. It, it, the thing is, is it really tried to bring up some deep and dark themes, like oh, like the remember the girl we talked about, the Norman Bates girls, she's yeah. killing the mother and stuff. Spoiler, obviously, it's like it just doesn't work, you know. The, right. the, it should have, in my opinion, it sh- either it, it should have um committed to that dark shift, and it didn't. You right. know, it was still kind of silly, it was still kind of funny, and yeah, the girls were committed to it, but it still just kind of. Stunk of a trauma, silly, over the top movie. For yeah, you, you know, yeah. and that's the thing. But you know, it, 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 in an essence, that's that's the whole plot of the movie. I mean, uh, we don't want to go into too many spoilers or anything. There's not really a
2: ton of spoilers anyway. Right. But what did you think about the movie, uh, dude? Overall, it was it was a fun, yeah, you know, goofy trauma movie. You know, it's sure. splatter and absolutely, blood and titties absolutely. And- there's always this lowbrow uh, uh, commentary. You know, there's just the, the, the dialogue in it yeah. is always awesome. Oh, d- even though because you just hear, oh, yeah, fuck you too. And that, you know, it's just weird, fucking good stuff. You know, there was a couple parts in there that was way too long. There was a Agreed. lot of driving around, the chase of the woods, a lot of filling. I, the, 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 what did he call that? Chiffon. Like the chiffon know. she was wearing. Right. The okay. rich girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, the, oh, chiffon screams. Like robe or whatever. Like doily. Sure. Doily chiffon. Sure. That <laughs> screams, I'm wealthy. Right. You know? And I'm like, <laughs> ah, it's just horrible, I wouldn't even touch you. Right. In-, you know? Right, right. Uh, dude, this movie, I mean, there's, yeah, there's some lengthy parts. I liked Ike. Sure, I like like to the whole movie. Absolutely, I like uh, Mama, and I swear to God, I know her from somewhere. I've seen her somewhere. I don't, somewhere yeah, I don't recognize her. Her face looks so familiar. Mm-hmm. This movie all the way through, and I will not spoil it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. But the last seven seconds of the movie yes. turned it to a buy for me. You know, I'll tell you what. Those I last... I, I, I was totally going, This is a rant, uh-huh. and then that last. Seven seconds, I went. Well, just, holy
1: uh, bye Just the look of that last seven seconds was like, oh my gosh, that is awesome. Yeah. And, and the thing is, where it turned into a buy for you, I was
2: like, well, shit. Why wasn't the movie about this? But I thought that was what was funny about it. If it was, is that it was like, you know, it's like da da da. Here's this, right. and then I said, nope, you're not getting away. <laughs> And I thought that was great. And and I totally agree with you. And the the entire way through, I was going, this is, uh, this is rent. This is totally rent. Especially for those long wood scenes. You know, because that scene where she's running through the woods and chased around by I I think if if, if this were,
1: if this were an hour and 10 minutes, I think this would have been (laughs) an awesome movie. I think this would have been a great movie. I mean, because if you think about it, we got some blood, we got some gore. You know, we got some titties. Um, you know, we got some, you know, you know, in, in, you know, we did, but it was, you know, it was few and far between, but you know, still good enough for me, whatever. Right. I'm easy to please. Then we got some rape and revenge. Uh, the problem with this movie was it was very unbalanced, man. Just the filler, the filler killed it for me. I really wish that Charles Kaufman said, listen, Let's not worry about the time. Let's not worry that this thing needs to be an hour and 30 minutes. Let's make an hour and 10 minute, an
2: hour and 15 minute
1: movie. Yeah, I I think this would have
2: been a great trauma movie. It seemed like it was like 90 minutes to me, but I could be. Well, it was.
1: Well, that's what the movie was. Yeah, ninety minutes exactly. Well, ninety minutes. Dude, some because still,
2: there were some scenes that just took forever. I mean, even even the, even the scene with Mama and the whistle and the right. and they're doing the skit scenes. Right, you could have cut the well, shit out. plus, I mean, okay, so we have the whole Dauber
1: scene, the flashback where they're yeah. messing with Dauber. It's like you know that was pretty funny. But that really, we didn't need that. Uh, I think that, that scene was meant to tell us how, what great friends these girls were. Right. We didn't need that. We already knew. Yeah. I mean, they were going through the slides and they were going through the film. We exactly. knew. Exactly. Through Three the un- credits. You, yeah. you, you were like, all right, they're, they're you know. We understood that yeah. they were great college roommates. I mean, in the, like I said, the dauber scene
2: was funny, but the thing is, is to keep it tight. We didn't need that, you know? I loved Ike. I liked, uh, I like mama. Sure. I, I thought Abby had a sweet little ass. <laughs> I enjoyed, I, you know, the entire way through, I was going, rent, rent, rent.
6: Right. Last
2: 10 seconds, I said, bye. Well, because I agree with you. I really enjoyed this movie. I had never seen it before.
1: And, and, and let me tell you a little story about, about this movie, too. The first year of Salty Horror Film Festival here in Salt Lake City, the whole time we were being told, man, Charles Kaufman's going to be in town and he's going to show this movie. So I'm stoked to shit about it. Right. Turns out that was all smoke and mirrors to get people to Salty Horror Film Festival. Right. That's one of the reasons why I don't deal with Salty Horror Film Festival anymore. Of course. But So I was stoked. I was stoked. I was stoked in nothing. Yeah. So this movie kind of, ha- I don't know, for me it was like, as I'm watching something and you know what? I wish I could have watched this with Charles Kaufman at the Tower Theater, which is here in Salt Lake City on yeah. Night the and Night. And I, I really feel like if that were the case, I would have loved this movie. However, since I was in my home, by, watching this by myself, there's just a lot of filler. The, you know, there's some good stuff and whatnot. It was very, like I said, I mean, the trauma, it was silly, it was whatever. They tried to make a tonal shift. It didn't work for me. Yeah. However, it was okay. You know, I you know it's it's one of those movies where it's like yeah, I'm glad I watched it. I this is on my to sure. watch list and whatever. The poster for this thing is awesome. By oh the way. yeah, it's it's awesome. It's it's one of those one kind of you know the 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 exploitation type of things where it's like painted and stuff like that that I would love to put it on my wall. Yeah, but the movie itself kind of left me wanting a little bit. I was a little bit disappointed in just so much filler,
2: man. I, you know, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, there was a lot of drag drag. Yeah. I mean, that wood scene was horridly no, yeah. long. Yeah. They could have cut that out, but that last 10 seconds, I said, yeah. bye. And she, it was great, dude.
1: I actually give this movie a rant. I, yeah. I will say the 10 seconds. The only reason is because that last 10 seconds, I'm like, why didn't they make this movie about I that? Know, that? I know. That would have been awesome. But I
2: thought, oh. I'm not. I'm not, I'm like, not telling you like you're a, wrong. Here's some whipped cream on sure. top of that, and yeah. go on. You know, and it wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't yeah. a. It
1: wasn't necessarily boring, but it was just like I kept did thinking you, to myself. What's did you watch the extras? I
2: did not. They, Is there any t- good they, stuff? Yeah. Well, I mean, all of those little clips that you see. Right. Other than the radiation march. Uh huh. Dude, that was a dance video. Oh really? With everybody in spandex going. And it was about like, you know. Really? Earth energy. They got these little kids, and oh, it was weird. dude. Oh, really, and it's just people in sunglasses with like those. What do you call those? Body spandex outfits oh, on yeah. t- t- the Earth. You know, here's here's. Oh man, it was weird. I'm gonna have to check that out. But can I, can all I borrow those, that DVD from you? All yeah, yeah, yes, you can. <laughs> okay. All the rest of those clips was mm-hmm. like the same interview with Charles Kaufman. Yeah. Oh, really? And they okay. just put it into little bits. Like, sure. What's Lloyd all about, or whatever? Right. And I was yeah. like, "But uh, you know,
1: I enjoy. I enjoy." This was it. a good movie. I mean, it was okay. I'm glad I watched it. I give it a rent. I mean, I think that people. Uh, I think this could go either way, like you said. I mean, to me,
2: trauma films to me are all good. Okay. So all I right. have to break them up into buys and not buys, sure. and and everything because man, I could really go down the. L- I love it. Dude, that, that's the best movie to watch when you got a hangover. Okay. That or, right. or, uh, you know, the killer clowns. I don't get hangovers, bro. You know, you, you, you lay around all day and you watch Nukem High, you sure. watch Kabuki, you watch sure. the, you know, <laughs> you know, you just, cause it's right like along stupid. with those, right? It, exactly. I, I really feel it. It like was long. Down. It was, there was shit they could have cut out, but I'm telling you, that last 15, 10 seconds <laughs> uh-huh. is like, ah, that's so goddamn cheesy. Yes. Yeah, it's a buy. I got some
1: uh, fun trivia for you. Okay. Did you know that this film was filmed across the lake where Friday the 13th was filmed, and they were filmed at the same time? Oh, wow. Yeah. How about that, huh?
2: That's weird.
1: Yeah. Okay, there you go. Uh, and also, a second piece of fun trivia, uh, prior to the film, a dead body was found in the house used for the film. No shit. <laughs> yeah. It was actually, um, the house. Nobody lived there for 15 years prior to filming. The previous owner of the, of the, of the house was actually murdered there. And the thing is, the house, like, wow. looked like, yeah. It looked like basically the inside of a subway station. I mean, there was, there was like, uh, graffiti all over the place and just all just, it was just bizarre to yeah. see that kind of setting out in the middle of the North. But whatever. That's awesome I, shit though. To, I just to think to it's cool The weird... Friday the 13th. I, it was being filmed across across unquote, the water, and, and those chicks Crystal are Lake. in
2: the t- in the water, flapping their going, yay. I agree. Like, I think that's, that's cool. awesome. That's cool. I I didn't love the movie.
1: I say give it a rent. You say give it a vibe. Sure, but yeah. there you go. I mean, that's it. I'm um, telling you,
2: last ten seconds, you're gonna love it. <laughs> I mean, that was ah! all they needed to do is put that in 3D. Oh yeah. Oh dude, yeah. That, that would have like. Would've, Especially like a trauma film where it's like, you know, the goofy stupid would be that you watch the whole film with the glasses on and nothing happens until the last 10 seconds. (laughs) That would have been beauty. Dude. Um, yeah, I you know what? I I oh man,
1: I cannot disagree with you there. I just maybe we need a Mother's Day too. Maybe we need yeah. something like that because Now tell me about the, the the like there's a new Mother's Day. Yeah, there's a remake of Mother's Day, uh starring Rebecca De Mornay. You know but the, it's not, the, the Rock it, the Cradle it, Girl. I've yeah. never seen it. I haven't seen it. But so I don't is know. it like the same movie? Like I have no idea. Did, in fact, I have that. I bought that. Deal. Well, my wife bought it for me at uh, Walmart because she knows how much I love horror movies, and right. this is probably in the five dollar bin or whatnot. So she bought it for me. I just haven't thrown it on yet. But it's- yet. so we don't know if it's based
2: off this movie or no, not. it's A whole nother. But I movie. commit
1: that by next week I will I will watch it and I will mention I will talk about that a little bit. Sorry. I have no idea how good it is. Whatever.
2: Um, Or even, or even if it's related. I
1: don't think it. It doesn't. It looks very polished. I mean, it has it has like the hot looking kids. You know, the very beautiful. And Rebecca, listen, Rebecca de Mornay to me is hot as effing. They rocks the
2: cradle. She's, uh, she's 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 getting a
1: little bit up there in age, but What's she's still hot.
2: Uh, risky business, dude.
1: Yeah, how Rebecca De Mornay, man. How hot she,
2: was she in that, dude?
1: And she's still hot in this, man. She is still just she's,
2: she's like the a crows cougar, theme, man. But she's
7: like, uh-huh. I would
1: still, I mean, she still would probably turn me on, like, I if I saw her, I'd probably be still pretty stoked and bonerific for that. But I, I don't know. Anyway, there you go. That that's a review. Check it out. I mean, you gave it a buy. I gave it a rent. Yeah. it's worth watching, especially if you're a big fan of trauma movies, because it does. It reeks of trauma. It no, really. Totally really does it's not as silly as a lot of the trauma movies at least at you know at least once it gets going because the first scene is trauma like to a T. like that whole seminar and whatever with the girl with the lots of lipstick on it's just weird it's trauma but you know i don't know i say go for it and you know what i just realized i forgot to do i forgot to mention the question for next episode okay why don't we go ahead and mention that now all right i remember i did mention that johnny krug was the inspiration for this yeah i did watch the exorcist and i did watch you know and as me and johnny were recording for this or sorry recording indies for last indies episode um basically um here's the question of the episode let's see let me let me find it here um okay so we all have different views different beliefs in our different strokes for different folks exactly and that's fine Uh, you know between me listening and watching exorcist three and i listened to the exorcist book on tape right johnny said something to me that said listen i mean i have a lot of friends who've watched the exorcist that they think it's stupid because they don't believe in demons sure now in my opinion that seems a little bit silly because i mean i'm open to the idea you know I'm open to the whole idea the, of demons and and uh, ghosts okay. and stuff like that. All right. And and when somebody says, "Well, The Exorcist doesn't scare me because I don't believe in demons," which is a perfectly legitimate opinion and belief and whatnot. Sure. But I think to myself, "Well, that kind of leaves a shitty spot if you're a horror fan." because oh, yeah. If because I mean, do you believe in werewolves? Do you believe in vampires and stuff like that? Well, you know? sure, sure. But it's the same. Okay, yeah. And, and that's okay. what I'm saying. To me. I'm not, I'm not, you know, my beliefs, I'm not sitting here saying, I don't believe in demons, I don't believe in Satan, sure. I don't believe in, you know, whatever, but for people who don't believe in that type of stuff, sure. I'm wondering, do horror movies even appeal to the, the, those type of people? Um, you know, the, I mean, maybe they like the real horror, you know, like, like Mother's Day, where there was nothing supernatural about right. it. I mean, uh, but, I mean, I wonder how they feel about the supernatural horror. You know, I mean, just if if you don't, you know, if you if you don't believe in any supernatural things, and I'm not saying you have to believe. Sure. Yeah. But what I'm saying, I don't believe in anything supernatural. But obviously you like. I love ghost stories. I love
2: wolves. I love vampires. The question is, is
1: that if you watch a fantasy or a horror, a sci fi movie. Um, you're kind of almost entering into a contract. of listen, for this hour and a half, I'm not necessarily going to believe in what you say, but I'm going to suspend what I believe in. Sure. And I'm wondering, the question of the episode is, is if you don't believe in that kind of stuff, do you think it affects how much you like horror? Ooh, that's a good, okay.
2: that's a good answer. So, I, you, know,
1: that's a, you know, whatever. And I mean, I've already answered the question because I'm open to all that stuff. Yeah. I
2: really am. Even I, it, it'd probably come down to even like, uh, you know, the Avengers. Wow. Do you enjoy that? Uh, it's not, there's, you know, there's well, the not book, really uh, the whole. Curve. It hit
1: me specifically because people were like, oh, I don't believe in demons. Yeah. You know, but it's like, okay, well, if you don't believe in demons, that's fine, but they're kind of a monster. You know, do you still enjoy other types of, uh, fantastic hey, fantasy like type movies? I like that. But anyway, so let's go ahead and open that up to everybody. Go ahead yes. and call in the, the, the number is 339 2730 Again. Should we do it? What? We haven't done
2: it in a long time. What? Call us on the Bone phone Because it just got I'm <laughs> yeah.
1: Or you can call the bone phone or go to corpsecollective.com, check out the speak pipe, call us in. And listen, um, this one, I mean, and, and I don't want to start any shit. Yeah. I
2: don't, I, don't, don't get all weirded out and call in with your philosophies. Yeah. I whatever. don't,
1: you know, and, you know, I'm not trying to say that you're, that, that, that because you believe a certain way, you're silly or, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm just saying uh, for you in your daily life, uh, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you don't hate horror movies, or else you right. just think we're super sexy. One or the other. Wow. But I, I'm just saying, um, you know, I mean, you, do me a favor, call in and maybe get a little personal. Don't we? We don't want we don't we we accept all opinions. We accept all philosophies. Sure. Call in, let us know what you think. But other than that, that's all we got for this show,
2: right? Yeah, dude.
1: I still love Cradle. This field.
2: is a fucking long one.
1: Well, they've all been pretty long. This is almost three hours long. This but is a party animal. We're we're a party listen, it's only ten thirteen right now. The bobcats are kicking some ass. I'm happy shit. Right Taint now. of
2: society says this one will be stamped rock. Abs touche, sir. Yeah. Rock. I mean we rocked. <laughs> what are we doing next week? Easy O. Okay. We're doing easy O, which is a Why don't you just describe- Japanese uh I guess Hair rock shock rock,
1: which I am stoked as oh. shit to do. And also, we're doing a movie called Satan's Blood, I believe. Oh, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. And you remember right. what was that? What was that goat scene? The satanic goat scene that we did. What was that movie? I can't remember. Oh, uh, Black Candles. Oh yeah, yeah. This movie was oh, what God, I was I uh, uh, apparently from what I've heard. I've never seen it before, but this movie was what I thought Black Candles was going to be. So we're going to love it. Oh. We're gonna, we I should love wait. it. It's going to be awesome. But other than that, I guess, uh, like I said, call the bone phone, 206-339-2730. That is 206-339-2730. And apart from that, we are out of here. Catch you guys later.
2: See ya. How many people do I?